I just started recording. Welcome to the Independent Variable Thank you. podcast, uh, presented by Two Brave Bastards. <laughs> I'm excited to have you, Cash, on uh, the podcast. Uh, I really enjoy your energy. You always yeah. seem like a very positive person. And uh, you go by the artist name Cashy. Yeah, Cashy. Uh, so people will be able to find you yeah. eventually by that name. By like, that name, yeah. You have stuff out right now that is under that? or No. Well, basically what I was doing is um, I'd help a lot of artists out right now, right? And then me, I've always been very self-conscious about music, right? Kind of mm-hmm. like perfect perfection, which is really a bad thing in a way. It's a, it's a blessing and a curse at the same time because you want your music to be the best so you're always evolving and working on it for sure. at the same time you never release anything because you're never good enough kind yeah, of thing, yeah. right? I so gotcha. pretty soon though i think in the next two months i'm going to be releasing a lot a lot of material all right so all then right. eventually they'll be able to find that, that, that's exciting i want to start like we'll loop back to to this mm-hmm. and everything but i want to start because the podcast is really about the journey of how you got to where you are now mm-hmm. and, and what defines you as a character and uh, what made you curious enough to pursue a route of music? Okay, that's interesting. So, my family's always been in music, right? Mm-hmm. So, my mom actually started off as a singer, and she was a part of a group named Cast Force, right? They were, actually did a video for Much Music and one Best Canadian video. This nice. is the time, actually, the Vanilla Ice was out. So, they were, but they're the Canadian version. And back then, okay. Canadian music and Canadian hip-hop wasn't as good as promoted as well as you know united states or i guess you'd say american right hip-hop or music right yeah so i grew up in it i okay. always grew up in the music kind of in that environment of course seeing mm-hmm. my mom sing my older sister she plays guitar and sings right so it's okay. the same kind of thing yeah. then my younger sister she dances actually in choreographs right Fair and my enough. brother dj so Interesting. all music within yeah. my family right and actually my grandmother actually used to play the piano and stuff so it's been passed down generation to generation so kind of thing. deep into your roots yeah so exactly. there, there's really no escaping uh, <laughs> exactly. music for, exactly. for your family yeah which is really cool because uh it gives you a really healthy outlet on how to cope with things as well oh, yeah 100 percent. right and uh that's that's one thing that i find people struggle with a lot is, mm. is the ability to cope with our insane amount of life now because you're, you're always taking stuff in oh, yeah. but we don't really have many of the outlets to, to get out there um, on that note, it's like, do you, what kind of instruments do you use? Okay, so I use a MIDI keyboard, which is mm-hmm. essentially a piano, right? But in the programs that I use, you can manipulate sound. So I can play a violin or a uh, guitar or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's obviously, it's not as good as the real thing, depending on how you play it. So I've always mm-hmm. played MIDI keyboard and learned and kind of taught myself how to do it. I wish when I was younger I would have took piano lessons because I would have been that much better, of course. But yeah, for sure. so I play that and I want to learn guitar. I think would be good for my. You want to learn guitar? Yeah, guitar would be really good for my style of music that I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what I've listened to is just the EDM. Yeah, which, oh, yeah. Is, which is really good. Like uh, my kids were bumping to it. So. <laughs> that's awesome. So, so that's wicked. Um, do you do anything? Other than that, like, do you sing as well? Or? I do. Okay. So, okay. So, I sing, I rap, I produce, I mix, I master, um, and anything else. Like, basically, I try to do anything that comes, or direct as well, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, anything that comes with the entertainment and that kind of aspect, right? Yeah, so, yeah. eventually, I know it's a different kind of 
way, but I want to go into acting and things like that as well too, right? Okay, but that will come along the time when cause it's, I, can, I think it's kind of all the like it ties in together, right? For sure, you're kind of trying to do like a Donald Glover. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. Right. He's very where, talented. Where, yeah. where it's like, all right, I, I've done this, I've done yeah. this really yeah. good. Move on to the next yeah. thing. I'll do this. I'll do this with all all my soul and passion and whatnot, yeah. and, and continue on. Um, so so you have quite quite a list of dreams than I imagine to, oh, to yeah. get through that. Oh yeah. And I think, again, like I said, they all kind of mix and match with each other, right? If you're doing a music video, you kind of have to have to act in a certain aspect, right? For sure. Do you know what I mean? Especially if you have a storyline, and of course, you've all seen, right? Do you? Yeah. Right? So, I mean, I will kind of want to do everything. Does that make bit, sense? A little, a little bit, bit of everything, everything. yeah. Well, you, I feel like you really want to flex your creative muscle. Yeah, 100%. Is what it is. And, like, it's, it's healthy to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Because I have a lot of things I want to end up doing with, with the podcast. And not only that, I want to expand it into other things as yeah, well. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so many keyboard, you sing. And do you have a timeline on guitar? No. See, that's the thing. Okay. I, the one thing about musicians, and I'd say for my, because again, there's always your strengths and your weaknesses, right? Mm-hmm. And one of my biggest weaknesses is procrastination. Honestly, I am the worst procrastinator there is. So when it comes to like learning something like that, I really need, I'd say like a, maybe even a manager or someone to be on mm-hmm. you and be like, hey, did you, did you do this today, right? Or or like a great group of friends. Oh, exactly. 100%, <laughs> right? Be like, did you do this today? Just, That's what I like about you, first of all, and the podcast is that you never, ever let that go. You're like, nope, we got to do it. We got to do it. We got to do it. See, there's different kind of gifts that people have. Yeah. And I think motivation is one of them. Motivation actually pays off in this world more than talent. hundred yeah, percent. Absolutely. Because it, pay, it, pay, it pays you back like 10, 20, a hundredfold. Yeah. Right. Yeah. As, as long as you are focusing on what you want to get done, as long as you have like the game plan and, and like a map per se yeah. of, of the direction you want to go, you can always change that map. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have it at all, you tend to sail around in circles. hundred percent. Right. Um, so out of everything that you, you did say, like produce, mix, master everything direct uh singing and the meta keyboard what was the most difficult thing for you to do and what is your favorite thing to do i think the most difficult thing was to mix and master right and to get a finalization of because the one thing is you're always comparing to industry standard music of course or radio played music right Mm -hmm. so one of the biggest things is you want to and especially me trying to be me being a perfectionist right it kind again kind of goes against when you're missing something, right? The mm-hmm. one thing they say uh, as a rule of thumb in music is never to mix your own vocals because you're biased, right? I, Very biased on that, right? So And, like, I can understand that because when I do the podcast, I'll listen through it as I'm editing. And mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, that sound like, I sound stupid there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, this, exactly, this, right? This sounds wrong. Oh, this, like, I want to cut this piece. Uh, what I try to do with with my own podcast is i'll try to keep it as raw as possible Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because that's what i enjoy especially like an artist and stuff like that because i uh, i find that you see the passion and like their spirit bleeds through more on like those 100 percent. and uh do you find that that where do you find your passion well first let's go back to what you just said right there because i think especially in to anyone that listens as an artist or anyone that's Mm -hmm. doing something 
one biggest thing I found was if I make something and I don't like it, just like you said, like you mm-hmm. listen and you edit and you're like, oh, that doesn't sound good, but other people enjoy it. Mm-hmm. That's what I found a lot of times is that if I'm making a song or I made, or I made a song or I made, let's even say a, a beat, for instance, right? Yeah, yeah. I might not like it. I might be like close to scrapping it. And then somebody's like, are you crazy? Yeah. You'll never scrap that. So anyways, my point being is, is that you... The the bi the being biased on mixing and doing your own editing, mm-hmm. you really have to stay away from that because you could be deleting a lot of good stuff that people For potentially sure. could enjoy, right? For but sure. anyways, going back to your question, sorry again, what was your question? Where do you find your passion? Hmm. Like there has to be something in it because like your your songs that I, I only listen to the three songs, but you can tell that there is something there. There's mm-hmm. something underlying because they are. They seem like they are well-finished projects. Thank that you. Did. Very much, by the way. I think, honestly, right now, okay, of course, okay. so me being a Christian guy now, mm-hmm. right, and mixing it in from before, my motivation was, obviously, to be famous and get money. Mm-hmm. But then when you break it all down, I, I, that's a hard question. <laughs> because you, ha- you have to go to the roots of it. And I think the roots would be that you get the gift from people enjoying the music. Does that make sense? So, okay. Me, right, so now and today, if I was to, to answer that question, it's more of to help people, right? You said outlets and everybody takes in stuff, but there's no outlet. Sure. I think that even if you, whether you make music or you listen to music, that can be an outlet, right? Even sure. listening to the music, right? Well, even like struggling through certain times when certain artists exactly. speak to you, right? Yeah, exactly. And that, right? That, that's what you're referring to? And that's what I want to do potentially, right? I just made mm-hmm. a song actually and sang and uh, mixed and matched and I should have sent you that one. but. Yeah. Um, the idea came from a friend that called me, I won't say his name, but he basically called me at three o'clock in the morning and was mm-hmm. struggling with a lot of things. And he knows that I'm struggling with a lot of things. I'm a Christian guy, this and that. And the idea came because he was, he was just drunk and this and that, but he mm-hmm. didn't want to be anymore, right? He was yeah. trying to battle it, but he couldn't battle it and he fell that one day. And I told him, just keep going. It's, it's going to happen kind of thing. Yep. And that's where I came up with the idea of this song called Angels and Demons. Okay, interesting. Right, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're fighting. So the song is about you fighting yourself and trying to be better, but you lose sometimes, right? So. Oh, for for sure. It's uh, it's always going to be one one day at a time. Oh yeah, 100%. if you can if you can survive today, that is what's important because tomorrow it's an infinite amount of opportunities. Oh that, yeah, that away. It just depends 100%. on what your per- perspective is of of life and where you are in your situation, but. Uh, since you are a Christian guy, uh, God will always help you if you ask. Oh yeah, yeah no, hundred percent. Right, and I I tend that I relate uh, creativity and um, and the passion of doing things to uh, it doesn't matter what what the higher power you believe in or anything like that. But sometimes you get a certain perspective or a certain enlightenment at a certain time in your life. And if you don't put that down to the pages, 100%. it can move along. 100%. And so do you believe in, in your faith and whatnot that God has kind of helped you and guide you along the way? Oh, 100%. 100%. And I also believe on the note that you're speaking that difficult times you don't see at the time, but could, you can create better spots. Like for me, for instance, if I go through a difficult time, then it gives me an idea, just like him calling me, right? Mm-hmm. You can help so much more people because you're going through that. Does that make sense what I just said? So it's like, yeah, 
you go through bad, but then you turn it into good. Just like you said, you put it on paper. For sure, right? And that, like that's a, a portion why I do the podcast as well, because you never know whose ears it will yeah. reach. Yeah. You don't know. It, like, I could say something that I think is relatively unimportant, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yet it reaches somebody differently from the exactly. way that I've said it, yeah. that they needed to hear exactly yeah. at yeah. that time. Yeah, exactly. And I find it fascinating because I believe that we're all interconnected as, mm. as a species, right? It, it doesn't matter uh, if you're across the planet um, or anything <laughs> like that. Mm. Like we all share a vibrational frequency that we can relate to, and like some people are better than others at it. Yeah. Where it's like you have that emotion where, like for me, I hate seeing people in pain, mm-hmm. like if they cut themselves or anything like that, because then I start thinking about that pain and how it would actually feel. And you put yourself in the shoes. Yeah, oh, 100%. Absolutely. And that's how I write most of my songs, right? Like, I will always, even though I've been through a lot in my life, there's a lot of things I haven't been through, right? So mm-hmm. it's like, if I'm going to write a song based on that, or even in one thing I haven't mentioned is like, I like to write, too, which is crazy, right? As in, like, write music, Script. write, write. Okay, so, Script, so, so, so yeah. like, making, uh, making, like, movies yeah. or plays or... I, but, I would like, concentrate more on, like, one of my plans is to concentrate more on short films, but then okay. potentially write a movie script, right? Interesting. But then again, it's funding. It always comes down to funding, right? So, for sure. at the end of the day, it's like, okay, I got to plan uh, in the proper way to get to that goal. So, the one thing is music first, right? You just need a lot of people like, to do stuff for free. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. But most of the time, they're they're not there. That's why I for mix. Sure. That's why I learn mixing, mastering, producing. Actually, Absolutely. funny story on that is the reason I started producing music because I was a performer before when I was younger, right? So mm-hmm. I just wanted to rap and things like that. Yeah. But the reason I produced music because there wasn't anyone good enough here in my eyes. Like I met people and this and mm-hmm. that. And at the time they were charging way too much for music. It wasn't like you could just go on the internet. It wasn't we didn't have that. Yeah. You know? So and their music wasn't I, I it was good. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's bad, but it wasn't for me. Right? For sure. So that's how I started to why I started to produce music in the first place. Right. So like on that, I, I feel like it's the connection of the passion and the connection of like your soul because anything that you do put out there, it kind of like your your soul kind of imprints oh, yeah, on it, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like uh, I can understand that you wanted something to be proud of and, and something that provided meaning and then also something that that is to your standards yeah. because let's face yeah. it, not everyone has the same standards. And so if you were just like, screw it. Just, just do yeah, it for me, right? Yeah, and then, yeah. then, then you would have had exactly. a completely different product in the end. Yeah, 100%. And every step matters. And that's what we're talking about before. Is like you have bad times, and of course you have to learn things and you look at it as bad. But later on, I have all this knowledge on certain things because of that, right? For, for because, sure. So I started producing music and I started mixing and mastering because I didn't have the money to go and hire somebody to mix it for me for five hundred dollars, right? At time. Oh yeah, that's just, and that's that's on the low ball of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can imagine what these guys. I I think it's like fifty thousand dollars for like in the industry standard to go get a mix, right? So that would be like uh, all the professionals. Oh yeah, exactly. Mixing yeah. at fifty thousand. Yeah. Rough estimate, right? No, I'm Rough sure estimate. that I'm sure there's people above that. Above that lower. Are, are yeah, but, lower, right? you, but these guys are driving Lamborghinis. I'm pretty sure they're not getting paid a hundred dollars a stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, oh, for sure. And even people that are selling music that are making beats, like for instance, Timberland, and he was mm-hmm. one of my biggest actually 
the reason I got into it because at the time when I was younger, he was the most. I wouldn't even say he was the the most popular, but he was what I related to the most. So on the front of actually producing, mm-hmm. or like his music, his music as well, and producing because yeah. he would produce. And I don't at the time. I don't. I don't. I think he was producing Aaliyah. You you've heard of Aaliyah, of course. No, I think I, I have. Well, I'm she not... passed away a long time ago. Okay. So you might might have not have heard of her, but she was Miss Yellett. You heard of Miss Yellett? Yep. Okay. So yeah, he, yeah. that's his kind of his whole. Well, well, he has he's also done like One Republic stuff. But that's well, later right? on. For sure. Once yeah. they, once he grew exactly. his name kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. Okay. So yeah. back in the back then, right? He was producing them, and he had a he had a certain sound mm-hmm. that no one could copy or no one could beat, right? At mm-hmm. the time, and that's what kind of inspired me to produce music. Interesting. And like what I like. I always like relating that to uh, what passes through your soul mm-hmm. because we have a different lens regardless. Uh, if we look at the same thing, we're not going to look at us oh, yeah. similar. Even if we both wrote something about it, mm-hmm. it would be completely different, different yep. right? Yep. which I think is absolutely fascinating because... Beautiful. Uh, absolutely. And so funny story about like, well, it's not a funny story, but at the beginning of this day, me and my wife were actually talking about the concept of beauty, mm-hmm. right? And how people tend to be a little bit miserable more in like cities than out in the country yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. And she referred it to, uh, you look at the architecture and stuff like that of like the olden days and whatnot and, and their pursuit for beauty. And I'm, and she's like, there's almost an attack on beauty mm-hmm. within all industries and everything like that. There's a lack of the pursuit of beauty. And that's not something that I think that humans really need to get back to is the pursuit of beauty, whether it's through art, through music, through through even our, our architecture and things like that, because then that gives us something to live for and hustle towards as well. You know, I can't agree with you more, and I, at the same time, um, it's just like what we were talking about before. I think cause my motivation before was money and mm-hmm. payment. I mm-hmm. think that misconstrued, like that's a... Everybody goes for that, so they, they tend to miss the beauty of the art. Of yeah. It, right? Do you, do you understand what I'm saying, too? So now they, it's just they, about they getting a song out. They don't enjoy the journey exactly. as they're doing it, which, exactly. which is the most important part. Right. Of it, is Not everyone, way. right? But yep. a lot of people, you can hear it in the music, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a standard, right? And that's where the record companies, it's a standard pop song. They won't release it. if. And again, Timberland had a lot of trouble releasing a lot of things. Actually, did you know um, Sexy Back by Justin Timberlake? Okay, yeah. Right? Huge song. Yep. Popular song, right? Yeah. The record company didn't want to release it. Interesting. Because they said, and I kind of, I study all this kind of stuff, right? For so, sure. But they said that it wasn't, that it wouldn't be popular and it's not industry standard, like, in so many words, right? For that sure. it's not, it's not going to be popular. And that song ended up being number one. Yeah. You see, that's crazy because this is what I don't understand uh, about that whole industry. You have business people mm-hmm. that make the calls on the music, whether it will be popular or not. But the artists are the people that kind of see the future. And so you almost like kneecap yourself in the industry when you don't allow people. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. But I think again that we're getting away from that too because of the internet and because there's so many avenues you can go into. But I think with on there, like, and just. Again, me, I'm, I, I'm not, I've never been in a big music industry before. Mm-hmm. So, but just from what I study and from what people have said, for sure, and what I've seen them say, and I think a lot of times it's based on money, right? Because mm-hmm. it takes so much to release an artist, right? Yeah. So they, I think before, before, um, 
internet and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. It was a million dollars to release an artist, like something around that, a million or two, because yeah, of yeah. the promotion, promotion my music, this and that. Like you right? have to hustle them around. You're recording, mm-hmm. the mixing, like everything. So I think yeah. that mixed into them not wanting to release certain songs because if Fair enough. they You're want like, to get I can't their money make back, my right? money back, exactly, more. exactly, yeah. right? If something fails, then you don't get your money back. Like a movie yeah. production, right? Yeah, you yeah, put yeah. like. $60 million in a movie and you only get $30 million back, well, that's a flop. No, right? for sure. So, I think that's where it kind of came into. Where And then they, mm-hmm. and just like any other business and just like any other company, right, they want their profits. Yeah. Before. They don't care about the art of it. Yeah. They want profits more. See, but I find that art a lot of the time actually ends up going hand in hand with like your society and science. And that's why we need to run a record company. <laughs> because then no. you could... No, but I'm just not saying, opposed. Not, but there you go, right? Because <laughs> then you will see the artist, and I think that's what's happening a lot nowadays, yeah. right? Because they're starting to see like, okay, we can make more money, and again, it's all about the money to them, right? Mm-hmm. To the artist, it's about the art. Yeah, these guys, it's about money. Yeah, right. I, I can so, understand that. But they're starting to realize that they can make more money if they listen mm-hmm. more and feel more what's going on rather than just for sure projecting it it's not projection well, well that's like also why like tom mcdonald blew up as well yeah, 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 it, yeah. because he was like he released i think it was what dear rappers is what made him big right and he was like he was about to quit he was upset he only had half a cigarette left but he like he wrote the song within his half cigarette okay oh, and then he went to nova and he was like this is going to change our life crazy right Goes, 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 produce it and whatnot, and he's like, "Go get the camera. We're shooting it." Like he's insane. Like what he ends up doing for his music videos because he'll like write it, do the music video all within like three days, crazy, and release. That's what I want to do. Yeah, and that'd be intense. I'm like, imagine the type of energy around those types of people that actually want to hustle and do that kind of stuff, right? And so like they essentially had nothing. He asked his his mom and a few really good friends. Uh, his sister to lend him money and then he like he bought an ad to actually promote that and then he blew up that crazy way. right and that's kind of like where i'm looking i this mm-hmm. is the thing is that especially with internet and look at how he did it, right he's an independent artist right? yeah he didn't have to sign with anybody and that's kind of where i want to go right for sure like why be spotify when you can create your own spotify for, for sure i want to dive into that but <laughs> <laughs> oh man maybe we should go right now uh <laughs> First off, uh, you like multiple different genres, and yeah. you are working on multiple different genres. I so. That's correct, right? Yeah. So, so what made you take that outlook, and why why do you want to expand into like multiple different ones? What, what's your I think it's just because of me. I, cause again, um, it's growing up around a musical family that liked all different things. Okay. Right? So we never um, particularly liked one genre. It's mm-hmm. always like, for instance. When my sister was growing up, she liked corn. Okay. Big fan of corn. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So I always had the rock side of things, and I'd be like, oh, that's a good song when you listen yeah. to it. So as you grow up on that, then you, mm-hmm. you have the hip-hop side, right? Yeah, then yeah. my mom had the reggae side. She'd play the reggae, oh, right? Nice. So yeah. I've always been around that, I guess, to listen to everything. And I think that's what makes, like, I'm not saying I'm a good producer or anything. I would never say that, but I think that's why I'm able to kind of dive in different genres. Because I grew up in different genres. So you kind of have a taste of everything. I do. And I yeah. like everything. Yeah. Country. I even have a country song right now. I'll show you that later. <laughs> I'm serious. But it's more like <laughs> like uh, Johnny Cash kind of like not 
oh, country, the, the, country. The, the, the rebel of yeah. country. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's yeah. what it is. I'll show you. And you know what's okay. so funny? I brought it to my mom the other day because I always, okay, for my music, there's certain people I'll always go to that I can trust to tell me, yeah, that's not good. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's awesome. And I rarely, rarely, I, I, I'm going all over the place. I just remember something that's very important. But I very rare, they very rarely tell me that it's not good. Right? Yeah. Like they'll always say, which is kind of, it's a good thing. 100%. Right? I never, get like they, they'll always, so I'll bring it to at least four people. Yeah. One is my uncle Sean, and I call him uncle. Okay. Yeah, he's not really my uncle, but I call him, and remember I told you they were in a group a long time ago, Task mm-hmm. Force. He mm-hmm. was the rapper in that, oh, okay. in that cool. group, right? So I always call him uncle because I've known him since I was a little kid, he, right? He's a part of the family. Exactly, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So him, my brother, my mom, and my sister, I'll always show them my song yeah. and get their kind of feedback on it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And funny story, going back to the country song that I wrote, I went to my mom one time, and I'm like, yeah, I wrote a, I'm writing a country song. She's like, really? Like blah 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 like and then i played it for her and she's like wow i did not expect that <laughs> she's like that actually sounds good because she did not expect that to come from me right so i'm just saying to you so be it i'm just saying i'll finish that i'm not i'm not particularly like right it's old school country it's not i guess i don't really know what's new school country i don't really listen to a lot of country fair enough but, i don't know too much about country, <laughs> yeah, so. but it's kind of like an old like johnny that's why i say johnny cash kind of okay yeah, yeah, but yeah. here's a funny story okay so when i was growing up and i started to write this music and started to produce right mm-hmm. i was horrible like i used truth of course right mm-hmm. everybody used that everybody yeah, yeah. ventured that as the easiest program to learn kind of thing For right? sure. which of course it's not that easy actually but it, yeah it was easier right yeah and i started producing music and we had a cd player in the car, of course, right? Mm-hmm. So I'd burn these CDs and I would be like, okay, check this out. So I'm like nine, ten years old or something like that. And every single time I'd watch, like I, I like to watch people's reactions. Yeah, so yeah. then I'd have my brother and my mom in the car and then be like, oh, that's good and turn it off, right? Yeah. So I never said anything. But in my head, I'm like, well, that sucks, right? Like I want it to be good enough where they're like, yeah, that's good. Let me, because again, my, my family's musical, right? So I want yeah. them to be like, that's a crazy beat. I want that beat. Like I can work on it. Yeah, yeah. That didn't happen. Yeah. So I kept going, and that, that's what motivated me at the beginning. Then, till one day, I I made a song, and I don't remember which exactly what it was, and I put it on. My mom will tell you this. She, she'll tell you this. And like, I'm telling you, I put it on, and she looked at me, and she's like, "You made this," and I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> I got you." As, as soon as that happened, then I knew. I'm on to something. Then I know that I'm kind of, you know, I'm getting better, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I, I have a, a whole bunch of the old beats. They were horrible. Horrible. Oh, but, pro- but but anything you start is going to be oh, hard at first. Of course. Right? And, and like you can't, you don't, it's a rarity to go into something and just be like magically good at it. Oh, yeah. 100%. Right? I don't yeah. even think that really happens, really. Uh, prodigies. Jesus. Let's like, say prodigies. Less than one percent. Yeah, yeah. Less than one percent that happens. But right? you know what? At the at the same time, producing music, I would almost. Ah, uh, I guess if you're good at it from the beginning, but it got me to learn a lot of things, right? Because I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, what's this sound? What, what is it? What is what are they using in this sound? Like, mm-hmm. what is what is Timberline using? You know what I mean? So I would recreate that. So you had a fierce hunger of creative passion. Mm-hmm. That fuels you to be like okay well if you use this 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 here's like an outcome and it's yeah. almost like a, a creative mathematical yeah. equation in it your is. own mind it really is actually speaking on that I, I believe music to a certain point is a science everything yeah. is a science but oh for sure you really have to you have to um 
incorporate actually Wolfgang. Uh, we, me and my brother, it's one of my brother's favorite artists, and I, I love okay. him too. But we met him, and I was talking to him, like, well, what makes you good? And he's like, you know, I do the songs, but he's like, after that, you really have to put science into it. And anybody who's listened to Wolfgang understands that he like chops everything. Like, there's a structure to what he does that is different from just creating music, right? But mm-hmm. yeah, it, there's a science to it, hundred percent, hundred percent. And even with mixing and mastering, yeah. you can't just go it like there's you have to have like for instance when you're setting up your recorder, right? Yeah, there's yeah. Certain equalizations you have to have, reverb, right? Certain numbers that for you sure. have to know, right? I'm also not good at it, right? Now <laughs> yeah, but you're. But, 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 wait, but what did we just say? What did you just say? You, Everything's hard at exactly, first. Exactly, exactly. For sure. And, and like, you'll have your own studio, and then we'll be sitting there talking. I'll be maybe. world famous. You'll be world famous, yeah, and there we'll you be, go. there's no maybe. That, fair enough. You know what? That that's one thing that I'm really bad at. Yeah, is like, like self doubt words a lot of the time. Yeah, right. Like 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 half happy. But that's right, what I right, do too. Like, oh, I told you I'm a big procrastinator, that, but just like you yeah. said, surround yourself with people that are motivated and keep you going. Here, right? I'll, I'll give you kind of like an idea of what I want the podcast to end up being. Is like I want to interview like a lot of different people and artists and stuff like that. And then later on, let's say like a few years from now, have you come back on mm-hmm. and see mm-hmm. see what the journey was from like point A to point okay. B, what you've done, what you've learned and stuff and I want to do that with like multiple people because yeah. it's like we always forget about the beginning of someone's journey and even like the middle of someone's journey yeah. and yeah. then you only see the finished product that's all, all polished and beautiful yeah. and you're like well if I could only be that person mm-hmm. right and it's like no you don't get to see all the sacrifices the blood the yeah. tears the sweat, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? 100%. and it's like I want to capture a lot of that stuff because then it's like it gives an average person more confidence to go out and pursue their dreams. And that's one thing that I, I, I want to inspire people to do is go out and try to make their dreams work mm-hmm. because I think that that would make the world a thousand times better. And that's the beauty with the internet nowadays too, right? Because oh, yeah, a lot absolutely. of people like to post things and they're like, it's not as easy as you think it is yeah. kind of thing, right? Just like you said, you see this beautiful polished song or yep. whatever, right? But there are stages. Of oh, course, there are sure. stages, right? I've been doing this for, what, now... 20 years, I think. Okay, and I'm yeah, just yeah, now yeah. kind of getting to my element, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right? Like, you're, you're, you're finally solidifying yourself within, like, what you want. Yes. But the, but again... It's always fluid. Like, I know that. You're always going to have... No, of changing course. and everything. But like again, that. in the in the 20 years, I didn't really take it seriously. Like, it'd be like... Okay. Right? Do you know what I mean? I'd work yeah, yeah. on something and then leave it. I'd get distracted with a bunch of different things. and For sure. But it was always there. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, that seems fun for now. <laughs> exactly. So, like, you know, yeah. everybody knows that the girl, women, money, this and that. Of course, yeah, you yeah. chase that. You're like, oh, okay, I'll leave that. Yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't seem like in your grasp, right? For like, sure. But, but like, I don't it. think that you should do, I don't think you should self-sacrifice for someone else, uh, like your own art or your own projects. Like, if it's going to be a detriment to you, I don't think that you should self-sacrifice. Of course, there are exceptions where you self-sacrifice for a family. And oh, yeah, like, of course. Like, all, all, all the people that are really important in your life, sacrifice for them because it's like, they're always going to be there for mm-hmm. you regardless, right? But it's like chasing the girl. That, yeah, that, I know that, that now, that, Tyson. That, that, Thank that. you. <laughs> 20 years later down the road, okay? I okay, know that well, now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We'll hop in my time machine. We'll go back. We'll warn no, you. No, no. Okay? You know what? No, because, again, that's what gets you creative. Whatever the journey was here, Absolutely. regardless, right? 
I wouldn't change it. I still have my you, daughter now. Right? You would you would have needed that in your life exactly. to, to put you down the path that you are exactly. now. Hundred percent. Versus if if you did end up changing your path some way, it could have ended up being that you never took this path in the first place. Well, here's right? one big thing, actually, mm-hmm. that my mom, like I said again, she's in a rap group and whatever yep. a long time ago. So if they would have made it famous, I don't think that would have been the right thing for us. Just for knowing sure. my stuff because. If I was to have a lot of money at that time, yeah. I wouldn't have pursued music, first of all. I don't know, right? I'm just kind of guessing, sure. right? But I think that it would have been a bad, bad situation for me mm-hmm. because you would have been placed in a different kind of scenario. You got to remember that, right? Well, so, going back to angels and demons, you would have had to fight off a lot more demons oh, in yeah. that type of environment. Exactly, exactly, right? exactly. And then, uh, like, you may still have found God and everything. It just may have been at a different point in time. By the way, he found me. <laughs> Fair enough. And I, I heard that you do have a story about that. Oh, that would take a lot. We'll, we'll save that for a different podcast. What do you, what do you mean? No, I, you know I what? I usually go like two hours. No, but this, so. this, this story, no, this is like a five hour story because. But, so you're already committing to a future podcast. No, in the, in, in, 100%. in the near future. 100%. To lay that all 100%, out for And we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Because. That is a long story, and it, and it touches on a lot of things to where I'm at right now. But we'll 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 save that for later. A five hour story. You know what? Actually, I have angels and demons here. Did you want to listen to it? I'll give you a little clip. Okay, sure. I don't know if the mic's gonna pick it up that well, but uh, well, I'm recording on the highest quality setting okay. so that we can pick up as much as possible. So remember so. what I said was. Um, trying to find the info no it's all good take your time but um the the story of how i came up with the idea of this mm-hmm. so a friend called me and yeah. it was basically the idea of we battle things every day and addiction and stuff so mm-hmm. when i play this then just keep that in mind kind of thing for sure again i'll put a clip here and see Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. 
I should have sent you that. I'm sorry. I didn't no, no, it's, it's all good. Oh, sorry. It's all good. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I just wasn't sure because you told me before that you had multiple different genres. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure how much you worked on the other ones. Like, yeah. I knew about your EDM, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't sure about anything else, kind of thing. So that was you vocally yeah. as well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminds me of something else. I, I can't put my finger on it. You know what's so yeah. funny? My sister always says, because whenever I make those kind of songs, I would like to think, them, like to think of them as kind of like rock songs, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. more in the 90s. Okay. Kind of, right? Yeah, yeah, so you, yeah. You can kind of see it, right? So it's mm-hmm. like 90s kind of. Like it, like. <sighs> it, it, it's good. Everyone struggles with some sort of addiction as well. Yeah. Right. And yeah. like, I can't fully relate on like any like serious, serious addictions. Mm-hmm. Mine was more like, I really like to drink energy drinks and yeah. I was addicted to caffeine and sugar. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, I still am like I, if i get into like a really bad mood and stuff like yeah. that i know that that's like a comfort thing for me but yeah. then it's like i can pound back like three of those and still operate and stuff like that and yeah that's a problem like you want to go shotgun some rifles in, in, in the bush there let's go no but you know what with this song and i'm hoping to do a video to it soon Mm-hmm. I have a bunch of ideas, and I'm just trying to write the script out, right? Yeah, so we yeah. have a proper, you know, starting point to ending point, whatever. But yeah. I'm hoping, right? I've talked to a lot of friends, and just suicide comes up too, right? And yeah, I'm hoping absolutely. that this song will, you know, help people get through that night. Because you For can sure. see the words, right? It's yeah, like, yeah. It's based on a night. Like, you know what I mean? Like, For sure. Day, like, right? like, you can tell that there's like, there is a certain type of pain in your vocals while you're going through it as well. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. And, and that's, that's something that needs to be key as well is that, uh, kind of the transition of, of that because it's like, um, you're feeling what your friend's feeling in that song. Kind of thing, right. And like, I can relate to the portion of like suicide as well, because it's like, I had some dark days in, oh, yeah. in high school and whatnot, yeah. uh, which made me depressed to the point where I only ate, like one full meal a week oh wow and i barely slept Mm -hmm. and i was upset about like the whole situation and everything and since my my brothers at the time would have all been moved out and whatnot uh it was just me and my parents but they both worked late so when i got home it's like there's been times where i had like a bunch of vodka set out with like a bunch of pills Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and like before i even like decided to go down that route I thought about it and I'm like, this doesn't actually hurt me. Yeah. No. And then that, that's the thing is like, it wouldn't affect me. Even if I died, it wouldn't affect me as much as the people around, around me. Yeah. Right. So then the pain and suffering that I have inside is kind of like, I'm a stone in the water where it ripples out to my family members. And then they go, why, why didn't he reach out? Yeah. Why didn't, why didn't like he come talk to me? And so when I realized that point and how low I was, because I probably did this like two, three times, actually set everything out and be like, okay, let's go. This is, this is it. Right. I got so low that I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to just talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. So I was like talking to, to people in my school that I didn't know very well, but I needed to get this off my chest because if I didn't, the other direction is, yeah, is much yeah. more painful for everyone but me. Yeah. And it's like, why would I do that to, to everyone that I did love? 
And so, like, I think that that's something that we don't consider in those those state of mind because it's such a heightened state of uh, depression or, like, you feel like things won't get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, in the end, everything does get, get better. better. Yeah, it does, right, yeah. if you struggle through it, right? And so that's what I did to get through it is I talked to a whole bunch of people just to get it off my chest, to try to separate it from me and myself. I also wrote a lot of poetry at the time, and it typically uh, was around death and loss and stuff like that. But that was just a creative outlook for me to, to put out there. Right. And so, like, I can relate to that part of, like, the suicide. I'm glad that I never took that Good, route. Yeah. Glad right. you didn't either. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but but there's there's darkness, all, like, within all of us. There's suffering within all of us. And that's well. what I think the so. song usually, and not to take away from that, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. I'm basically, I'm hoping, again, that whether it's suicide, whether it's drinking, whether it's struggling with drugs, whether mm-hmm. it's, I, like, again, I have a lot of people that I've known, right, that struggle with these kind of things. For sure. And... I'm hoping that they could like, and again, it's not just my song, any song, right, mm-hmm. that helps you, but that's what I wanted to make, was a song For that, sure. if somebody puts it on there, they can understand that they're not the only one, because that, I think, is key, too. Talking mm-hmm. to people is one, right? But then once you start to talk to people, you realize you're not the only one that's well, going through that. You really isolate yourself in your own mind. Oh, yeah. With, yeah. Within addictions or within, like, uh, a state of suicide or anything like that. Yeah. You, you... You almost put yourself in a prison in your own mind, 100%. where where you don't think things will get better. You don't think anyone feels the same way, but yeah. it's like we all bleed the same. Yeah, we yeah. we all go through mental struggles. Um, a lot of the time, we just don't know about it because we don't ask other people. Exactly. About it. Yeah. Right? Joke, right? Yeah. No. Absolutely. 100%. And it's like even even comparatively to like uh, I I bet like in people's families your family members are probably struggling with something that they're not, not telling yeah, you about, yeah, right? Yeah, everyone does. And it's like, yeah, lend a hand, mm-hmm. lend an ear, right? Mm-hmm. Like learn learn about your family and, and how you can be better for for your own community. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, you brought up that why go on Spotify Aha. when you can make it yourself. Mm-hmm. So what's the, what's the stance behind that? Okay, so basically... To put it long story short, right? I don't know. Actually, I'll go the long road, right? When I had the time off, when COVID happened, of mm-hmm. course, I had all this time. And uh, the one thing I always I wanted to put to use was to learn mixing and mastering. That's one of the things I haven't done mm-hmm. in my whole career working on music, right? Because, again, I don't want to have to go to someone and pay them $500 to do it. That's and then, of fair. course, you don't like what, the way they do it. I want hands-on, right? Mm-hmm. So, um one of the things, and I always do my um, diligence, but anyways, I always do my studies into these yeah. things, right? And the numbers, right? Yeah. Because eventually, yeah, I'm not in love with money anymore, but you mm-hmm. still need money as a tool. Oh, right? absolutely. You need money as a tool, right? To live, to buy things, that blah, 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 right? So one of the biggest things I think, and again, uh, I hope a lot of fighters come out or whatever, but all these platforms, right? Don't worry, this is going on. <laughs> whatever, it's okay. they, they, they will know. That's fine, that's okay. <laughs> Because you know what? Maybe they'll offer me a deal. <laughs> but anyways, so they don't pay the artist that much, right? Mm-hmm. That's one of the biggest things that I find. Um, when I did studies into, like, let's even say somebody has 2 million hits on For a song, sure. right? Okay. They'd only get, like, $2,000 from that. On, on two, 2 million hits? 2 million hits. They only get $2,000, right? Okay. So this is the thing is that a lot of these artists are realizing, right, especially you've heard of the 360 deals that people get, and uh, music industry, things like that. 
I'll explain Please, a little yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explain yeah. the 360 deal. So what it is, is basically, and of course, again, it's about money. It's mm-hmm. not about art or whatever, right? Like we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. So the target a lot of times is, or anyone that's an artist, that's a struggling artist, $500,000 sounds pretty good to you, right? Okay, yeah. So if somebody comes to you and they're like, okay, we'll sign you for a million dollars, you're going to be mm-hmm. like, that's awesome. Like, yeah. Of course. Why wouldn't yeah. I do that? But they don't read because they're so they, sad they, about the they, money. They own everything. Exactly. Right? They own everything. Damage. Yep. Name. Everything. And music. Once you sign up the dotted line, it's basically signing with the devil. Right? Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. A 360 deal is basically this. That you sign a million dollars, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not telling you about the re- recuperation that they're going to be taking from you. Mm-hmm. So, again, if you come to someone like me at the time. So, let's just say you sign with uh, whatever record company. Mm-hmm. And you don't know how to write music, so they're going to send you to me. Well, I'm going to charge whatever I charge for the music. Mm-hmm. Okay? That comes out of your pocket. That doesn't come out of the record company's pocket. Oh, right? so they start charging exactly. your, your $1 million exactly. for like everything exactly. that you do. So after they want their money back. So let's say you blow up. So this is the thing. So you got a million dollars out of the deal, right? Yeah. But I've heard of artists basically at the end of the day, Mm-hmm. After everything's said and done, right? Mm-hmm. So you're paying for your shows, you're paying for the promotion, mm-hmm. you're paying for everything. That's a 360 deal. So at the end of the day, I've heard artists come out of that deal after signing for a million dollars, and they only have like $150,000 left. Now keep in mind, brutal. $150,000 is still a lot of money, right? Compared to mm-hmm. a kid that's eating uh, butter and uh, sugar every day, whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. have you, right? They're yeah, really yeah. poor, right? But this is the thing. Now they're a number one hit. Mm-hmm. Right? And they're a number one hit on the radio. Mm-hmm. Now you just signed this deal that's for five five years. How to get your money? So wait, you, you signed the five year five year deal for a million dollars. Yep. Except you need to go out do everything, yep. and you get charged for it. Yes. So yeah. then you have a hundred and fifty thousand dollars at the end of it. Yep. But, say, but, 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 but you need to live on that for five exactly. years. Exactly. Well, no, there's other ways of them, them making money, endorsement deals, this and that. But for sure. Overall, right. Mm-hmm. Now, let's just say, okay, you're getting the 155. So let's say in five, five years, you make, let's just say, I'll be generous, $3 million. Let's just yep. say, $3 million. There's a lot of something, right? Yeah, yeah. But the record company just made $15, $20 million off of you. Mm-hmm. Probably even more in a five-year span. That's kind of what, uh, we're going, going back to Spotify. They have a podcast thing called Anchor. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, you can get monetized really quick and everything like that, right? But they take thirty percent. Thirty percent, see? Right. Yeah. So then, how I break it down is like, okay, let's say it, it's free, right? But you, free, it's you, not free. You, but go ahead. No, no, it, it, it's it's free, free upfront. Yeah. Right. Hundred percent. Um. So then, if you go on that and you make a hundred grand off of ads, mm-hmm. you only actually make seventy grand because they take yeah. thirty grand of yeah. it. And to me, I'm like, I'd much rather pay $150 for a platform. There you go. And create your own. And, and do the podcast on that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm not getting ads and stuff like that, I yeah. will find different ways to monetize. Right? But there's different ways. but And I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you said even if you can't get ads, but you can. See, this yeah, is the yeah, thing. Yeah. You got to think outside the box. But, well, what I mean is like not prepackaged. Oh, yeah. Ads, I got right? you. I got so, you. So like uh, RSS, they actually have Popcorn as like a, a sponsorship page where you can go pick out sponsors once you have like the, the actual numbers to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can put ads into your stuff that way and get monetized that way. Okay. And they okay. don't take any of that money because you're paying for the platform. I had not, yeah. not for, for like the sponsorship and stuff like that. And, and that being said, it's like, 
okay, let's say I, I blow up locally, and then I could actually go out and scout like local businesses and be like, this is what I do. I mm-hmm. just want to do this and whatnot, right? I could get monetized that way. There, yeah. There's plenty of different ways, even like merch and things like that, yeah. Yeah. right? And, and I understand that portion of it, and it's kind of like a low blow because uh, Spotify is like anchors one of their little uh, podcast babies, basically, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, now we said two things that they can come at. Us no, but you know what? <laughs> no, but you know, I don't think they have a problem with that because yeah, like anything, they're a business, right? Uh, Absolutely. One of the biggest podcasts out there, obviously, you know, is Joe Rogan. Absolutely. Right? And yeah. if you and you probably heard this from him, but he has a podcast and he basically he's talked about Spotify and he's talking yep. with Bill Burr, I believe. Okay. And they're talking about how uh, the industry will get you in any little different way, yep. right? For yep. money and this and that, right? Yeah, for sure. And he's talking about Spotify. He said that he didn't want to sign a deal with them at first, right? But mm-hmm. he signed a certain deal with them basically just for distribution. Okay. So they yeah. leave him alone, right? Yeah. And he makes the money, but he pays them a certain amount for distribution. See, that's a different... See, that's what I'm that's saying. A, that's a different right? deal. Than right. Than a 360 so, deal. So, so it comes down to uh, life is negotiation. 100%. Right. 100%. And so, like, just because they're offering you this deal doesn't exactly. mean that you can't negotiate to get, get a different else. deal. Hundred percent. You'll yeah. hear it a lot. If you do the studies, there's a lot of different artists, like fifty cent for instance, mm-hmm. before he blew up with Eminem on Eminem's um uh record label, he yeah. was with Colombian Records and they let him go. Mm. This is before he blew up and then mm-hmm. now look at fifty cent now. Yeah, Everybody yeah. knows who he is. Yeah. Right? And he can make money just going and doing a one show. Yeah. But before you gotta remember, he had a deal with Colombian Records and they let him go. So you gotta kinda you're right. Everything is in negotiation. In that aspect, but going back in the point now, why I want to make my own platform rather than signing, mm-hmm. because I believe, of course, as a starting artist, right, you have to know what you have. You have to believe in yourself, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, that's what mm-hmm. it really comes down to. If you don't believe in yourself, then of course you're going to sign with somebody like Spotify because they're going to push you. Mm-hmm. But me, I know what I have, just like mm-hmm. you know what you have, mm-hmm. right? And at the end of the day, I'd much rather, like you said, go out and spend one hundred and fifty dollars, which is easy for us to do with our jobs. Absolutely. Right? spend the time, make my own platform, mm-hmm. and have people go sign up there now, right? And of course, nowadays it's so easy to do that because mm-hmm. you can basically go to Wix, 100%, make yeah. a whole platform, mm-hmm. and there's tools in there for you to get an app, which is mm-hmm. another thing that's crazy. So you can have mm-hmm. an app that people can download. Now, again, it, it comes to, oh, I'll show you all of that. I've, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I spent a year and a half on this, learning all of this stuff. You really do your due diligence. I do, I do. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? I even have a corporate card, registered, good and records, registered. Yeah, corporate yeah. bank card, everything. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. Go. I already wrote my own contract. I already oh, wrote nice. my own quote. Oh, so fuck if you're, somebody you're, wants it, you're real intense. Oh, yeah. Right? So if, it, if anybody comes to me and they're like, they want a quote mm-hmm. on a music or mm-hmm. a video or mm-hmm. anything like that, I can do up whatever I do, send them a quote and everything. Okay. So, uh, yeah. What, 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 so I'm going to ask, and this is going to be like a two-parter, but the same question. Yeah. So what's your, we'll start with this because we're currently on this. So what's your vision for that platform then? Again, okay. So it's a big vision. So my, for, for the platform itself, right? I mean, I'm just going to stop you. I love when people dream big. Yeah. So just like lay it lay all it on down. Okay. Yeah. So it, it, like I was telling you from the beginning, it's a step-by-step. There's mm-hmm. other avenues that I want to go into, mm-hmm. but I want to start with those avenues, right? Yeah. So I'll start with the, the where I see this going is where I can have music. So imagine a place that you can go. So if you're a diehard fan, mm-hmm. right? So let's say uh, Deadmau5. We'll just say Deadmau5. Okay. Right? For sure. So he has diehard fans. He goes and performs. Mm-hmm. He's basically a freelancer, 
now, right? Yeah. He's probably signed with them, the contract right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know his, <laughs> let's just say, hypothetically, yeah, yeah, yeah. that he's a freelancer. Now he has all these um, fans, right? Mm-hmm. So I would, so where I see my platform is even if it starts out small, which it will, yep. and grows, yep. that they can go to my page, type mm-hmm. in whatever, www, go there or download the app, and this is the thing, this is the beauty of it, right? Mm-hmm. Everything that I have, like even this podcast, you know, it's like mm-hmm. I'd be with your permission, film it, right? yep. and add it to my my platform. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So everything that goes on with me in the studio, there's mm-hmm. other avenues. I've already mm-hmm. built this thing, so it's like mm-hmm. you, it's it's very well placed out. So you, if you want videos or podcasts, you can go click here and yeah, watch yeah, yeah. it. And that's what people are into. They want to see behind the scenes Absolutely. of how everything was made, of you talking this mm-hmm. and that. So again, it's a long story short. Where I see this platform going is where people that are hardcore fans are diehard fans and I already have a bunch of them actually. They're just waiting yep. for me to have this thing done, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So not, they to, can go not to blow your own horn or anything. But, no, 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 no. Not a bunch of people, but people, and literally, that, that that's what kind you of... Pull, pull, pull a Donald Trump? He's got millions. <laughs> no, but you know what? The thing is, is that I get where, and I hope I'm not coming off as, but me, personally... No, I just have to bug you No, 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 it's fine. You know? No, I know you. Yeah, but I, but in all seriousness, seriousness, it's not what I think about my music that keeps mm-hmm. me going. It's what other people tell me. For sure. People keep asking me, well, when is this? Just like people keep asking you about the podcast. Yeah, when have yeah, you done that? Oh, it's yeah, not yeah. based on like what I feel about music because yeah, yeah. if I was cool about my feelings, it would never be this. For, for sure. Do you understand what I'm saying? For it sure. Would, it's it's never that little enough. kid in the back seat pumping his exactly. arm till <laughs> you tell your dad, right? exactly. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. Oh, your kids, that's so cute. <laughs> they love the song, right? I'll, I'll throw one on when, when, when we go <laughs> that's back. That's awesome, by yeah. the way. Yeah. But so, again, it's to be able to release a platform. So this is the thing. If you own the platform, right, mm-hmm. just like Spotify, Spotify yep. is free until you uh, do a premium, I believe, right? Yep. And then you get everything without commercials. Yeah. And by the way, they're getting paid on the commercials as well. Oh, for so, sure. Well, right? well, that's why they have the commercials. Exactly. So they can monetize off the free people, mm-hmm. but also be monetized off the people that pay. It's genius. Right. Yeah, you know absolutely. how much Spotify is worth? Oh, hell, probably way too much. Uh, just pick a number. I feel like it's going to be in the billions. Well, how much? Uh, just give me a number. Well, since they dish out like billion dollar deals and shit like that, mm-hmm. they must be like multi billion. So I'm getting, I'll, I'll, this is probably going to be low. Let's say 25 billion. They're worth, I think, $58 billion. $58 a year. Billion. Yeah. They're pulling. Oh, that's insane. So, and did you know how much the music industry is worth a year? Oh, hell no. $158 billion. Okay. So imagine you. So oh shit! So they're exactly. like they're like one third of that, basically. Yeah, yeah. And these are just rough numbers. Actually, yeah, they yeah. can change, right? Oh, so absolutely. I'm just giving you like an example of what I looked at. So mm-hmm. imagine you had one percent of that for your company. Yeah, that'd be huge. Exactly. That, that, that'd be huge. Exactly. So again, so with my platform, if you so again, there's different ideas. The main thing right now, so you you asked me again where I see my platform. I know I'm going all over the place, but in order for me to explain it to no, you, No, that, that makes go, sense. Right? I, I'm, I'm all over the place a lot of the time, too. <laughs> and people are like, how does your brain work? Yeah, yeah. No, but 100%. Yeah. And then that way they can rewind this podcast and get them, right? Rewind. <laughs> and, and listen to it again. But anyways, so my thing is this. If you have fans that want to be a part of it, and I'm going to even have a place on there where you can go and buy music. Or upload your music and sell it. There's a bunch of different things on there, mm-hmm. right? But anyway, so in order to subscribe to this channel and mm-hmm. watch all content, which
which again, I believe you asked me, am I going to add other people in there? Mm-hmm. I have two businesses. One, I concentrate on myself first, get the money and the income from that, and then concentrate on the other one, which mm-hmm. is called Streamwave. Ready mm-hmm. done, ready laid out, and then I'll add people on there, right? But anyway, we'll talk about that after. So mm-hmm. I'm going to start with my platform. It will cost $5 a month, mm-hmm. which is not, which in this recession is a little bit, right? But what, what do you mean? It's the Starbucks coffee. Exactly. 100%. 100%. So, five dollars a month, you get all access to all my music, right? Mm-hmm. And I believe, and, and that would be including like anything behind the scenes, anything, and stuff like that, everything. It, okay, it gives you access to everything. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, I'll have tutorial videos on this. Mm-hmm. So, if somebody's like, I would have loved to have tutorial videos with Timberland before when I was making yeah, my music, yeah. right? That'd It'd be, be like, sick. well, how did he make this sound? Now I have it. I can mm-hmm. go and look on it and look on YouTube and mm-hmm. go see it. But before it wasn't like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So think of all the the kids that are growing up that maybe potentially will like my music be like well how did you do that yeah, i want to yeah. learn from that yeah, so again yeah. there'll be tutorial videos it'll be everything it'll give you access to everything mm-hmm. five dollars a month right mm-hmm. now five dollars doesn't seem that much and of course again you'll have a, an app where you can download music on your phone which everybody so it's very um compatible with mm-hmm. every phone right mm-hmm. i have uh and i already did all this i signed up with uh, apple as a developer and i signed mm-hmm. up with play nice. store as a developer nice. with microsoft right? yeah, yeah, yeah. i did all of that yeah, everything yeah, yeah. is done right so Again, $5 doesn't seem that much if you have 10 people. $5 yeah. a month. But think about 2 million people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About uh, $5. Yeah. Well, think about three. Think about 20 million people. Yeah. It, it adds up pretty quickly. And then right. once you have the money, right, and then mm-hmm. you use it properly. I'm not talking about going out and buying cars and doing that. Mm-hmm. Use it properly to put it back in the business. Now you can grow your business. So, mm-hmm. again, potentially what the 360 deal would do or any record company deal would do, which is promoting the music, mm-hmm. I can do myself. Mm-hmm. So, okay, well, do I need a spot on this to perform this? Okay, how much will it cost? 100000 No problem. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you see what I'm saying now? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It will, it's getting the ball rolling. Right? You're, you're planning to, to use your music for, for bigger and better things. Yeah, I understand. Okay. And, and that's also, just the beginning. Yeah, that's just then, the beginning. And then, then after that, you're planning to help out multiple exactly, people. Exactly, exactly. So once well. I have that platform mm-hmm. done, right? So again, like I was saying, there's, there's other steps. Then now, right, this is the advantage that I'll have, right, mm-hmm. over all these other platforms. And well, I won't say the name. Well, well, it's nice because then it's like, you will probably always work on your personal music. Yep. But if someone comes into your business, they also have a personal tie to you to, exactly. to end up asking you any questions yeah. or anything but like that. But here's the beauty right? of that. But, you, but, but just hold good, on. Yeah. But when you make it, mm-hmm. right, it's like... He's already done this. Exactly. There's that credibility yeah. that goes along with it versus a lot of other platforms don't have artists that have made it that will help you out. 100%. Right. And you know what? And I'll have a team for that because I know mm-hmm. what, it, what it feels like to come from the ground up. Yeah. Right? So just like you said, but here's the beauty of it. Overall beauty, right? Is that with your podcast, mm-hmm. if someone came to you and offered you 200000 to start, to start, you keep all your royalties. Of course, you're gonna to have to take a cut of something, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean, so just let's just say a good discussion. So, so 200 upfront, upfront plus royalties, plus royalties. So you have mm-hmm. all your royalties, and they okay. get maybe 10 percent of it or something. That's just rough mm-hmm. numbers, right? Mm-hmm. So you work out a deal with them where you're happy, for, for sure. But you can make a living off of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can feed your family. Off but that that also includes all the filming and everything on everything the, on like the the back end. Yeah, bit, everything, right? everything. So so. To put it into perspective, that that ten percent isn't really to fund that business, but to essentially pay your crew 
to do everything they have to do behind the scenes, right? It's just fair. Let's so, just say a fair sure. number, right? Yeah. yeah. Where you can actually make a living. That's yeah, my, yeah. my point. So, so, so you want to make it as like a win-win exactly. uh, situation. Exactly. Right? So this is the beauty mm-hmm. of it that a lot, of, and people don't think like this because the companies that overgo other companies, like I'm pretty sure Canadian Linen wasn't always around when Syntax was around, but mm-hmm. they seen something that they could do and they did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you there's a lot of people that said, hey, I'm not going to do that because they're already doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't think outside the box. See, the, the the problem with that type of thinking is that a lot of the time companies get too big that they can't maneuver properly, mm-hmm. right? So if, let's say, McDonald's has to make a sharp turn to convert their business into something else, it takes way much, like, more effort, more time, more money than a mom-and-pop store 100%. that can take a sharp left and completely rebrand themselves within, like, a month. But that's why you don't you don't change the business. Oh, for sure. Right, but but, but yeah, that, no, I get the saying. thing is, you, you will always have dinosaurs and oh, yeah. that oh, yeah. will eventually die, right? 100%. And, and, and that's what I'm and saying is, growing. like, those dinosaurs can't maneuver as, as quickly as someone that's, like, independent and small. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. But my, my vision is to be a dinosaur, right? Mm, for, eventually, for sure. right? So Absolutely. But then but, you but you're learn. Gonna, you're going to do... Like obviously it will evolve over time, but mm-hmm. but you want to make it always consistently fair with artists. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and figure out a way of doing it. Now yeah. again, like I was saying, if you have a company that's worth fifty-eight billion dollars and, and you're only mm-hmm. paying artists two thousand dollars, I get it. A lot of artists don't have a lot mm-hmm. of play and a lot of, mm-hmm. but be fair, right? Mm-hmm. Do, you know, do you know what I mean? And a lot of companies are, and that's no, what I'm kind of sure. getting. That's what I'm kind of getting to is that if you were to make a platform where you're fair, so let's say again it was just me and I'm mm-hmm. making so-and-so, X amount of money, where I'm able to come to you and be like, okay, well, what, you, what are you doing with your podcast? Do you have anything mm-hmm. planned with it? I have this. I can offer you this. Let's mm-hmm. go with it. And then you're like, okay, that's what I want to start to do. You know oh, what I mean? Sure. So yeah, 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 that's, yeah. I think in the end, any artist will tell you if they can just make a living off of it, the green and stuff comes later once they see the money. Sure. But if you can make it a living off of it, you'd go down that route. Right? Oh, uh, absolutely. Like, like, that's like, what like, I'm like, trying why, to why, If you... If it was like, hey, you have a personality for a podcast, I'll give you 200000 you get the royalties, I'd be like, I'm kind of crazy for not taking this. <laughs> right? Because then I'd be like, realistically, I could end up quitting my job, yeah. focus on the podcast full time, and still realistically have royalties roll in as I'm doing exactly. that. Exactly. Right? And, and sell I, your merchandise and, 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 and do whatever. Right? And it's like, if you make some pretty badass, like, logos and stuff like that oh, yeah. and then it's like your your merch might be just bought because of the logo yeah, yeah. Right? exactly and so i could potentially it's... turn into another uh bigger company oh for you, sure you would get somebody to run absolutely right? well i i want to split off kind of like two things right? yeah, because yeah. it's like exactly I, I i say independent variables with two brave bastards yeah, yeah. and it's because two brave bastards is going to be my company right yeah, yeah. And, and so i have big dreams for that and like i also in a similar way, I would love to do like other podcasts with other people because mm-hmm. it's like my perception is one perception out of billions. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, so how I view the world is unique. How someone else views the world yeah. is unique. And I love getting people's perspectives on different things because it's like I could be looking at something completely wrong. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I always find it fascinating and I have this curiosity of learning. So I ask a lot of stupid questions. No, that's right? good, though, because even in the music industry, <laughs> I think a lot of it that's really damaging to an artist mm-hmm. is pride. 
Yeah. Right. And not being able to, and I had that for a long time until you're able to be like, you know what? I can learn something from this yeah, guy. Uh, I learn something. Kind of took in pride and I threw it out the window. Yeah, you have to. Uh, ju- just for the fact of the matter is it's way funnier <laughs> when you screw up. <laughs> So 100%. He's like, this interview, why are you cursing us? This interview seems to work pretty well. <laughs> so our podcasts are, I should, podcast slash interview, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. It is what it, it is. It seems to you know? be going pretty well. And then you just cursed us right now. So all of a sudden a bird's going to fly here or something, grab the recorder. Never mind. <laughs> well, you put the bird I'm just out say, there. Well, I'm, just, I'm just saying an example. <laughs> But, <laughs> well, now now that I'm looking at this, a falcon might be coming yeah. around, and it's like, hey, a rabbit tail. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to grab it. <laughs> You'll just see me flying away with the falcon. <laughs> I'll see you next time. That's why you can film it, because then at least, you know, you, even if you don't get the podcast, you can be like, hey, we're doing okay, a podcast. The, the, the only reason I haven't filmed it is I felt like it was too much pressure at the time to learn how to do the podcast, the editing, and setting oh, up yeah, everything at the same time as... Uh, making sure I am able to edit video at the yeah, same time and syncing up Baby everything. Sense, right? saying, yeah. And so I was like, okay, that's, I'm like, if I'm doing all this off the fly and learning how to do all of this, mm-hmm. that is a little bit too much yeah, for me to personally take on right now. I was just saying it'd be funny if the eagle came in, you were flying off with her to have video, but don't worry, I have my phone here. Yeah, yeah. I'll take it out. <laughs> I will take it out and film you. Don't I, worry. I, well, well, see, my one experience with me and my brother, uh, we both went to Nate, right? Mm-hmm. And we were going to school at the same time, right? And we were crossing the street. And I wish someone got this on tape. Uh, the one Asian dude just wasn't quick enough with phone, <laughs> unfortunately. But we were crossing the street, right? And people were turning, and then, then they stopped when they noticed us, and we we're, were walking across. person behind them smokes that car. The car comes hurtling towards us. Oh. I run forward, so I, I get missed by the car. My brother had to jump up and, like, angle his body. And I, like, held him up by his, his, uh, his elbow. And drop down. Oh, and no then way. we like cross the street. But I'm like, that would have been so sick to catch on video. Are you Spider-Man? <laughs> no, no, my, my brother would be, unfortunately. I, I just did the, did the nice jog across, you know. So. Yeah, well, uh, that would actually be good on video. Yeah, I know, it is what it is. And then the, then the guy that hit the other guy sped off. <laughs> we were waiting for the really? light. Yeah, we so were hit and run too. Yeah, well, the guy wouldn't get far because his radiator like cracked and everything, oh, yeah. so it was spilling out. So he probably only made it down the street. But since we were witnesses, we were gonna walk across again, make sure everything was okay, talk to the guy, and then put out our statement. But then he he drives off after the guy as well. So we're like, well, what are we supposed to do now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> come on, you guys. <laughs> yeah. That's no, it's uh, everyone has crazy stuff. I feel like that's not even that crazy of a story. That is you know? a crazy story. I should probably like throw a few little tidbits <laughs> in there or something, right? Um, I like the amount of thought that you've put into to the idea of that company, and to the point where you've not only have this vision, but you're already working on the vision. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. It shows that there is something there. And honestly, it, just from that work, I think that you will succeed in that, that aspect of it. Right Now, what's your vision for your personal music? 
Oh, no, it's the same thing. Like, this is the same. No, it's the you same. Know, like, because it's the same. No, no. You know, I'll just make it, throw it out there. No, no, because... Not going to go on my, tour or anything. No, I am. <laughs> no, of course, right? And one of the biggest things actually on uh, the website that I created, right, is that it will show you tour dates mm-hmm. and stuff like that, right? So there's a there's a bunch of plans. With it. Like, me, I want to... Obviously, again, money is not... Um, it's a tool. It's mm-hmm. not something that I really strive for. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Me giving away free passes and stuff like that is no biggie. Right? It's, a, it's more about the company itself and then also the legacy that you're trying to yeah. root. And to employ people. That's one yeah, of my yeah. dreams is to be able to employ people and them yeah. to have a fun time at work. May, may, be, make a difference in exactly. life. Exactly. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%, right? So, no, uh, touring 100%. I think um, in order for me to get this company successful, that's a must. I have Absolutely. to get out there and kind of like get my name out there, right? Through touring. So, so <clears throat> how how soon is your personal stuff going to be up? In about less than a month. So I'd say in less than a month at the soonest, mm-hmm. uh, in the most two months. And, uh, I'll and start you want me to harass there. you as so, much yeah, as possible? Yeah, if you want to, that'd, that'd be good. Well, obviously, your, your kids like the music already, and you like the music, so I mean... <laughs> I'm doing something right, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. So, at the end of the day, and that, the EDM stuff, actually, I've never really spoke on this, but EDM is easy to make. Okay. Because you, it, it's minimum mixing. Like, it's, it's, it's very standard kind of okay. thing, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you mix one EDM song, you I'm not saying it's... them all. Yeah, but I'm not saying... Like, you have minor tweaks here and there, right? Okay, yeah. But mostly, they're going to sound the same, and you're going to mm-hmm. match, like, a kick. An EDM, right? They're mm-hmm. depending on the kick, for instance, it's usually mixed at the same rate or whatever. Mm-hmm. I would say, right? Okay. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's very standard. It's yeah, a lot yeah. easier to make EDM music than mm-hmm. to record something. Because mm-hmm. then, when you're recording, you have to take the time to record, um, put ad libs on. Do you know what ad libs are? No. Ad libs are basically like so. If you sing a song straight through, like mm-hmm. blah 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 blah, ad libs are what you the background of it. So okay. you say every second word or whatever, mm-hmm. what have you. There's a bunch of different ways you can do it, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. And speaking of which, actually, it was illegal to add ad-libs in the 60s, by the way. Oh, interesting. Because that it made is... the music sound better, so they made it illegal. That's so weird. Just a fun fact. Right? I didn't know that. Yeah, exactly. Different time. Yeah, exactly, right? right? And then yeah. they started to use it, right? But yeah, it was illegal. But anyways, yeah. So it, it takes a lot longer to record. And then again, mixing your own vocals, right? Because you're biased, mm-hmm. right? You're like, oh, you sound good or whatever, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you go through a bunch of different. So then, things. how how do you combat not only the procrastination, <laughs> but how do you also combat the 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 perfectionist in you? By okay, this is it, it sounds simple, but it's not so simple. But mm-hmm. by actually sitting down and starting the project, and then getting lost in, and getting lost over the Okay, so just starting. Right, so, so start it, build an ocean, get lost at sea. Yeah, exactly, hundred percent. I like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe we song. Anyway, <laughs> sure. But <laughs> anyways, yeah, you really because I think the hardest thing to do with so many distractions, like when you get home from work, you don't want to obviously sit at a computer and because it seems mm-hmm. like work. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, once you start it, and you're like you get into it, it's easy. I feel like it's much more fun when you actually you have the finished product product or pro- project or mm-hmm. whatnot and you're about to end up releasing it you it almost, you almost have like uh kind of like a high from that it right? is you know why because i want to see people's reactions oh, it goes sure. back to the same time when i was telling you that i made um 
when I started making music and I put the CD in, and the same thing. I want to get the reaction. I, and I think that goes for a lot of artists. For they sure. want to see people's reactions. And to any, actually any artist for that matter, or any comedian will tell you, they want to see people's reaction. And that's the reward from it, kind of. Yeah, you know what I mean? Absolutely. To see people be like, that's a great song. And that's also why I say really ridiculous things sometimes. <laughs> because I just want to see how, <laughs> I just want to see how people react to it. Because it's like, I, sometimes I don't talk like a normal person or I'll like dress up something that's not like normally someone wouldn't describe it that way just to see how people get like thrown (laughs) off or like how they react. I think that's a good thing. I think that you, you know what, one of the things is obviously you'll be busy in a podcast, but I need to get someone like you around me because honestly it breaks the ice for you to be able to, can you imagine, okay, just put it this way. Can you imagine going in the studio right now with Eminem there and Dr. J? How nervous would you be? Right. I feel like it'd be kind of like, it'd almost seem like too serious. There you go. Right? That's what I'm it'd saying. Almost, That's my it'd point. It'd almost feel like an initiation. So then right? how could you create in that kind of atmosphere, right? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure those guys, like, obviously after a while, you get, you know, you need to yeah, make yeah, jokes yeah. and you'd be cool. But I'm just saying my point is, is going in an atmosphere like that, you wouldn't be able to really create, would you? You'd be more worried yeah. about... Did I say the wrong thing? You're kind of like awestruck, but at the same time, you're on edge and yeah, your guard's yeah. up because you're nervous 100%. about a bunch of different things. And imagine yeah. this, being a professional, so you want to bring the best you can do yeah, yeah. at the table. And, of course, then nothing's going to be the best. start rapping like Morty then. Right? Exactly. So you're going to be horrible, is what I'm saying. When you're actually trying to be, when you're actually good. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's what I'm saying, but. You break the ice. That's what I'm saying. You gave me an idea. You're gonna have somebody to break the ice all the time. Just have that one guy that pops out behind you, yeah, yeah. says stupid stuff, and then just like slowly turns yeah. and disappears behind you again. Or just walks in before me before I go in, and then and then everybody uh, their mouth drops, and I'm like, hey, no, who's, who's this guy? <laughs> no, no, I just I don't know. I one thing. I think is important in life is the pursuit of fun. Mm -hmm. We grow up and we kind of toss that out the door and being like, you're being childish kind of thing. Right. And I'm like, there's a lot of things I admire about children. Mm -hmm. They, they, they don't really care what you think. Yeah. That's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to do it regardless (laughs) if you say no or yes. Right. And they, they have fun, like whatever they're going to do without without even knowing the consequences anyway. So it's like, I kind of admire children in that way. And just like, just how hard they actually try. Right. And I'm like, imagine if, uh, if, if babies tried as much as like an, uh, an adult where they're like, they, they fall down and they're like, ah, oh, you know what? I tried it once. I'm not, I'm not going to do that again. Right. And yeah. uh, babies like that. And they're like trying to crawl and stuff or like trying to walk and they fall down. They're like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> I'm I'm good with this, yeah. <laughs> right? Just have a bunch of adults crawling in the future. It's like no, no. The, the babies are like the greatest, like the greatest example of always continue trying because eventually you'll actually end up making it. Eventually you'll go from crawling to walking. Right? You know what's so funny? Actually, Jesus says that in the Bible passage. Does he actually? He actually? Yeah. I don't know the exact words he says, but he says you ha- you must be like little children. That's what he oh, says because you need humble, humble and open. Yeah, I, I actually didn't know that. I'm, I'm yeah. gonna see. I'll, I'll see if I because can find that. it yeah. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just not like I'm familiar with the Bible, but I'm not like 
I'm not fluent. Yeah, yeah. With well, it. either am I, but right. I know certain passages yeah. and stuff like that. You probably know a lot more than me. I grew up like Ukrainian Catholic, and then I kind of yeah for, from that kind of thing, and I've, I've found my own way. It's not that I don't believe in God; it's just I have a different perception. Mm-hmm. Right? I believe that God will eventually come into your life and be viewed however you need it to be. Right? Whether you're like Muslim. Yeah, I don't believe that, but okay. No, <laughs> but that's no, a, that's the sure. difference of what, right? For sure, Christian, anything mm. like that. I believe that they are all the same representation of the same thing, just through different cultural lenses, different personal lenses as well, right? And I believe that, well, you can never perceive God as God. We'll leave that for the next the podcast, because yeah. again... You asked me to do another podcast based on what I believe in and why I believe that, that, in. That, so, that's fair. Because if we start talking about that, the next two hours are going to just be talking about that. We know that. There's two things we're going to talk about, politics and religion, isn't it? Isn't that, that's what they no, say? I think you should talk about everything, <laughs> No, but that's what they say. That's what they say, but I don't fall in that box, okay? <laughs> me neither. Me neither. But I'm just saying right now, we'll, we'll concentrate on the music. <laughs> fair. And you... You don't know that I get like way off track. No, no, no. I told, you told me. No, you told me right. that. That's why I'm here. The most people stay on track. You're like, I want this to specifically just no, be about No, it could be about anything. But I'm just saying, I for me to talk about my beliefs in Jesus and God, it will take five. It will take six, a long time. Twenty eight days. So for me to, and I will go all over the place trying to uh, minimize it, and I don't want to do that, right? No, then that's fair. Right. So. No, that's fair. Like we we can sit down again and talk about yeah. a whole bunch of different things. Uh, I think that that one one of the things that I really enjoy talking about is religion because yeah. I find it so fascinating that there's so many different religions with different aspects. Yeah, and why do you believe in that? Right, kind of. Right. Uh, going back to music though is something else that I think is sacred. Right, because regardless of what culture you come from or or background or anything like that. Uh, music is almost a mystical, universal language. It is. It right? is. And uh, I find that fascinating uh, on the front that that is something that we can relate to, mm-hmm. but also have peace about. Yeah. And it's true. They say they call it the, music, the universal language. Yeah. So they say. No, no, that's who, whoever they are. Right? <laughs> like well, we, we haven't that's, figured that part it. out, right? <laughs> but anyway, whoever <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but no, yeah, it's, it, and that's why again, uh, to speak to, that that's one of the biggest things, obviously, is to be able to speak to people through my music. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I said, it always goes down and out. The bigger, obviously, the bigger picture is to be able to make a living off of it, mm-hmm. right, and help other people make a living off of what they like to do. That's what, my goal. What would you rather do? Would you rather be creating your music or being like the producer behind stuff? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I feel like majority of the time, you know, it, it, that, that, that's a tricky question only because, okay, and I'll explain it. One, I love to produce other people and bring out what they didn't know they had in them. The, the hidden talent. Right. You know what I mean? Because yep. you can, you can push them in a certain way where they didn't think they can go or they can sing a note that they didn't think they could say. Right. Yeah, yeah. So the production side of it, right. Or writing and directing. I mm-hmm. love that. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's concentrating on somebody's, uh, let's see, their goal of making the project to their satisfaction. And it yeah. might be even be better than what they initially thought it would be. Right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I love the production side of it, but there's a cost at it too. 
mm-hmm. you're working with people that you it's now you have to sit down with somebody and basically be on the same page with them, mm-hmm. which that mostly never happens. Does that make sense? So it's a lot of work. For sure, because one thing that humans are just like really terrible at is listening. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I'm one of them. (laughs) I'm I'm pretty bad at that. I I think we all are pretty bad at it, right? Um, But it's not even just listening. I mean, there's a lot of different things in um, like, not even just, like, let's even say you have a riff, right? mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, you can sing on this. I've heard you sing. I Mm -hmm. know your style. But they don't feel comfortable enough. Just for an example, right? For sure. That's one of the examples of it. Or even just, oh, they're tired mm-hmm. today. Or you're tired, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when you're when you're essentially working with somebody, and I've done it in the past, of course, obviously, is it takes a lot of energy for of sure. to work with them. Now, for sure. Opposed to when you're working by yourself. So that's the other flip side of the coin. Yeah. Where sometimes I like to work by myself because mm-hmm. then you can work at your own pace. You, you know... Basically, you're doing something that you're feeling what you're feeling and you're mm-hmm. getting it out. Does that make mm-hmm. any sense? All the things. So there's there's a flip side of both of those coins, right? So you need to take everybody's perspective in on the one side, where you have to uh, not only listen, convey what they mean, exactly, and then also have a way to. And some people are really good at this. Yeah. But to be being around certain people, they actually create en- energy around yeah. them. So you yeah. almost need somebody like that in yeah. like a producing 100%. role. Hundred percent. And then and then like feeding it to the artist versus yeah. this other one. It's uh it's more you only need to worry about you exactly. and what you're feeling and like if, if you need to create this. But then like, again, I, when you work by yourself, you don't have that energy too, right? Because yeah, sometimes yeah. the energy will come from the artist and they'll bring yeah. it in and you can feed off that. Yeah. So yeah. It's, so. Again, like I said, there's flip sides to it. So if you're working by yourself, you almost need to, and that's why I show my music, right? For at the sure. end, because yep. you almost need to find that energy to do it. Opposed to if you're working with somebody, you can have, you can feed up each other's energy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. sometimes it's more draining oh, to work with somebody absolutely. than well, it is. I think everyone's had that experience where they're just like, I don't want to work with this person because I come home exhausted. Yeah. When yeah. I don't actually really do anything over here. Yeah. But it's emotionally draining. Emotionally draining. And I think that that's one of the biggest things uh, with, with energy is physically, you can always end up going out and doing some some stuff, right? But emotionally, if you had a hard emotional day, yeah, yeah, it's almost worse than having a physically hundred percent, like hundred percent day, hundred percent. Um, what it what it what, other than that, like, what do you find was your biggest struggle as an artist? I always go back to mixing and mastering, or even just being good enough, like, like, like we were saying before, I, I dabble in different. So, is genres. it the perception of you not being good enough? Or? Yeah, it's perception of myself, of yeah. course, because then if I show something to someone else, mm-hmm. right, and I think it's terrible, they might be like, "This is amazing!" Like, what? And I, I was ready to scrap it. So, so, so it's almost like a like a self image problem on the creative side. Then I think that's my biggest problem. If yeah. if if, uh, if I'm gonna, yeah, that's my biggest problem. Me. Um, I'm always caring about, even though I'm always caring if I release something, what's the feedback will come? What, what mm-hmm. will the feedback come? And that was a pro, pro and a con at the same time because mm-hmm. me working on music, I wanted to be good at what I do. So mm-hmm. it helped me to like grow, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, again, to release music is a lot harder because you don't know what people are going to say about it. What you shouldn't mm-hmm. care about that, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just something that I have to work on, right? You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Like, I, that, 
And like that goes back to the start of the conversation and the critical portion of it. Even like when I have conversations with people, I'm like, oh, did this go over well? Did this? What? And like you get into your head a lot mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. just that self doubt, which is like, you are your greatest enemy. A hundred percent. Period. Right. Like, like, because it's like all those demons start to creep out of the cracks of your mind when, when you start getting into that negative thought state. Mm -hmm. Right. Which, uh, which I'm like, we should really just treat ourselves like how we would treat our best friend. Because your best friend would be like, oh, no, it's awesome. I, I think this is fantastic. And they're always like your yes man, almost. Like, the only like, problem like, with that, though, like, and I started interacting, but the only problem okay. with that is, and trust me, I've, I've thought about that, too, and just, just go with it. But if you're, what about if you're not good? Right. See, this is the thing. What if you're Rebecca Black? That's what you're <laughs> well, saying. Well, think about that. We've all watched American Idol before, right? For sure, for sure. And all their friends tell I them can they can sing, sing and they go on there now. and they are horrible. But what if it's what if it's actually this? None of her friends can sing, and she's just the best singer. <laughs> yeah, but that's the problem. That's what I'm saying. So, do you really? I think you almost have to have you, you have to have a balance, a balance yeah. right? Because you can't like. And, and, that's, and that goes for growing as well. I've but seen a lot of people that are artists and I they think don't grow. You need to take the average over. So, like, what you do is you show four people. You would take the average. Yeah, hundred percent. What all of them say. Hundred percent. Right? And that's what I'm doing now. So. That's why I'm able to release these songs, right? I showed yeah, yeah. you. I would never ever show you one of these songs because I would be like, oh, but you know what? I feel like, like uncomfortable it. enough mm -hmm. that that one is done. Yeah, that yeah. It's good at what it is and mm -hmm. release it. Right. You're like this one's unfinished. I don't want to show you. Yeah, yeah. like I'm still working. Last I never sent you a lot of the different ones that I had. Right, yeah, a yeah, bunch, yeah. I have a bunch of songs that I've played, but again, they're not they're not re-recorded anyways, yeah. right? So once mm -hmm. I re-record them, then it'll be different. Yeah, you're, that still, one, you're still mulling it over in your mind how how you're gonna like finish them yeah. or or bring out the best exactly the song exactly. And like I can get that. Like it's it. Being creative is always tough. And I, like, I'll go back to when I was in high school. I wrote a lot of poetry, but I didn't really show anyone my poetry. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I've only showed a couple. Do you people. still have it? Yeah. Uh, do I still have poetry? Your poetry is that you wrote. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. crazy. No, no, I, I, I have that saved away somewhere. And I even have, have uh, that saved away somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> I know. I, I need like I'd have to search for it, but I, I, I have it away. If somewhere. you could see his face right now, guys. <laughs> And that's why. That's why you're like, do you actually? Well, I believe that you have it somewhere, but <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it's on an external hard drive somewhere. Oh, okay. So, okay. so I'm, uh, I think of that I do have it. I actually wrote a poem for. Uh, I had a friend in high school. He he was gay, right? And he was in a relationship with another guy, right? And then uh, what ended up happening is the guy that he liked ended up having cancer, terminal, ended up dying. Wow. Right. And so, like, that's that's a hard thing to, to go about. But I ended up writing a poem for him and just, like, the perception on, on like, that. So very much uh, about death and everything and, like, basically the transition of how that guy felt because he, he thought he was straight but ended up being gay. And then it's like that that disease took him away, mm -hmm. right? And so I wrote that poem for for my buddy to, to be like, here, here you go. Because yeah. it was based off of the email, the last email he sent to him and that, that's what I, I based it off of and so like that made him break down and cry but he he loved it a lot of people enjoyed my poem unfortunately I didn't actually continue writing though yeah right and like I want to get back into it but sometimes I just feel like it's 
it comes in a flash for me. Mm. Like if I don't write it down right away, then like I won't be able to recall it. Yeah, but that's why you have a know? phone. That's why I have a million notes here. A million know. notes. If I, I have know, a video idea, like, I'll write it down. Sometimes I'm driving and I'm yeah. like, is it worth pulling off the yeah. side of the road? Right. It's always worth it. it, it. it but anyway, it, that's... It, it is, but I'm just... Ah, yeah, I've been lazy. It's okay. You'll get there. Do you know what it is? Again, like I said, with when you have financial income that's coming in that's paying the bills and mm-hmm. you can concentrate on this full time, it'd be a lot easier. Oh, for sure. Right? You know, like that's, that's the end goal is when, once I have like more coming in, I want to be more into the arts than anything yeah. else. Yeah. Like there's, there's a lot of things that I want to do. I also want to end up making like a, a cartoon as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I think that that'd be really fun. And, uh, like I don't have any drawing experience. <laughs> yeah. But like you, again, you I, hire people. I, I would find a cartoonist to, to <laughs> do it for free for me so that we can get some royalties on that. Right. True. You, that's how you do, remember discussion. Like you said, it's how you talk. It's all about the negotiation. Negotiation. Right? That's exactly right. Negotiation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> no, but that's a good idea, actually. So you're like me. You have a bunch of ideas that you want to do, but this is your main platform. Or, yeah. Sorry. This is your main goal right now to get to the living room. This is the thing that I want to put the most effort into right now. Right? Because it's like, you can half-ass a lot of stuff and nothing will come for fruition. Right? Or you can go 100% into something. And that might end up becoming something, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's all what you want to gamble on, yeah. per se, right? But again, if you make yourself a roadmap of where you want to be and whatnot, typically what ends up happening is you'll correct it to the point where you'll eventually make it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, you know, you made documents and <laughs> legal stuff already. Oh, so yeah. You're yeah. here. I'll get on that. What is, uh, what's your favorite moment? surrounding music it goes back to seeing somebody happy and being in them my favorite moment in making music is to be able to release it and have somebody enjoy it and come to me and legitimately be like this is a good song yeah this is this is actually a good song you because again what you said they don't see the blood sweat and tears that you put into making it mm-hmm. right they only see the finished polished product right yeah. so if they can appreciate that Mm-hmm. then that's my that's the reward you get from that just the emotional pleasure of, of seeing course. somebody happy 100 yeah. 100% and enjoying your enjoying what you created and is that something that in turn makes you happy then oh 100 yeah. 100% yeah. 100% just that pursuit of, of making sure that people have a really good experience yeah 100% yeah. <laughs> Did I trip you up there? No, no, no. I, <laughs> Were you expecting I, a different just, answer? I'm trying to. No, I, I'm. I'm trying to think of like. Since everything is frequency, right? Do you find a difference when people listen to music? Like, can you manipulate somebody's uh, emotional state? Oh, a hundred percent. Because in order you have you almost that's a must in order to be a producer. Okay. Because when somebody comes in, right, the, the biggest question I'll ask them and the first question I'll ask them, how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. What are you feeling today? Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. of course, obviously, if they're sad, let's go down that avenue. And do, do and like write a, sad. a sad song. Like, okay. You know what I mean? Somewhat of a sad song. Or, oh, you're feeling angry? Okay, let's kind of get that off your chest. Like mm-hmm. You're saying an outlet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the biggest thing I'll ask, and, and to be able, and again, that goes back to the energy thing, right? Because mm-hmm. if, if you're happy and somebody comes in angry, when you're writing an angry song, it takes a lot of energy. 
right. could just write a really happy, angry song. Right? <laughs> you know, well, you could. But I mean, I don't know how good. Well, no, you could. You could. You could. I might keep that in mind. But <laughs> again, <laughs> it won't. There's only so. I gotta. In order for me to explain that, you have to be there. That one, you'd have to come in the studio and see it. And then I'll have you there next time I have a session with somebody. And hopefully they're angry or whatever. Actually, you know what? It doesn't matter what they are. You, you just go the opposite. Of, so if they're happy, you'd be like, okay, let's write a happy, angry song. <laughs> and then you could see from there. You could write a happy, sad song, too. What you could. Wouldn't, you could. Those, wouldn't those be you more could. of a... Because, you, you know what? In my songs, or what I try to do, is always start off with, um, if it's an angry song, always mm-hmm. start off with, an, like, let's just say, for example, an angry song, right? Uh, I'll start off as it's angry getting out and it will eventually be something positive okay I got at the end right that's what my always goal is when i write do you look at your music as in like telling stories oh 100 100 yeah. especially when it's again it always goes back to the outlet thing where mm-hmm. it, in my life i've experienced a lot of different which i'm sure everybody has right mm-hmm. but for me when i write i always look up my experiences and i try mm-hmm. to write in that kind of manner right yeah, yeah, yeah. so 100 percent Interesting. Have you ever decided to make like a Shakespeare tragedy song? I think I have. You think you have? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Well, just not released yet. Yeah, not released, but you'll see it. And if I and again, you'll listen because now I will show you every, and you'll get free free access to the platform. By the yeah. way, right? So then you can, can then I can talk it up and be like, oh shit, you guys should go here. This yeah. is amazing. My mind's blown. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it, like we were talking about before, the pot, we just help each other out and eventually oh, grow, right? Sure. But yeah, I think I have already, but not Shakespearean. Yeah. To the, you know, you gotta you gotta sing about some lovers that eventually end up causing like one Romeo ends up and Juliet kind of like dying, right? <laughs> Romeo like, and Juliet. Yeah, that's you, what you, you thought you, of. It. Everybody thinks of that when they think of. Well, no, that, 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 that's just like the the. I I would have went like Hamlet, where like his whole family oh, yeah. dies and but, stuff like that, right? But <laughs> <laughs> I guess I didn't let you finish. Yeah, but <laughs> okay, no, I won't write about that. That's what well, that, that, that's too dark. You could you no, could but have, again, like, that could depends. have like a gangster rap song about. First of all, that, I'm not. Right? I, so, like, I don't rap about gangster style. Okay, second of all. You gotta, get in, you gotta get into that 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 character that is, no, but that it, acting. That's not my or, character. That's not my character. But if somebody comes in the studio and let's say they have a, a, you know what I mean, a Shakespearean kill their whole family. Okay, maybe we might go down that avenue. You're like, and this we'll is make the it last an angry time I work dog. with you on this project. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you know what? At the end of the day, yeah, you're probably right. But we'll. we'll Whatever. Hopefully they don't hear that. But <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll make it an angry happy song. <laughs> I got it. What would you do if somebody came on the podcast and they started talking about murdering the whole family? I bet, but that's different. At How least, is that different? Because in in a musical context. Most rappers rap about stuff that's not actually within their relevant life. True, true. Right? Yeah, and yeah. it's usually, uh, they blow it up a little bit to, mm-hmm. to get like, right? If it's legit having a conversation with someone that turns really soap, where they're like, yeah, I'm thinking about murdering my whole family and <laughs> this is horrible. exactly what I'm going to do, right? And it's like, they get it down to the, the detail of the blood-soaked carpet and everything like that. I'd be like, 
Yeah, cool, cool. How, do the, how the fuck do I end this right now so I can run? No, but right? Sorry, I need to go to the washroom. If I don't come back, you can have all this. You know what? What if they said that it was a movie idea and then they're thinking of an avenue? See, okay, like I could, I could go down that route. Yeah, right. But, but, but you, then gotta, it, you better get the then feeling it actually that. happens. Yeah, then be like, ah, oh, fuck you guys! I got a murderer on the podcast. <laughs> I'm not even sure if I should release this. Fuck it, it's raw. Let's yeah, go. You, you'd have to release it, I think. Because oh, everybody I, I likes would. true crime stories. But if that was the case, I would probably delay releasing it. And then also do a podcast with them in prison. Oh, that's yeah. So, yeah. so then you could have like the two different journeys. That's horrible. That we're sticking about. Like, what are we talking about here? We're talking about what interviewing a murderer. But again, like I said, again, people do that in true crime stories. Right? I think that that would end up being fascinating, though, because then you can also specifically bring up the movie idea of what <laughs> was their actual life. That's and kind of go that and see way. where why why right? do they do this why and then I'd come to you and be like hey you said you write scripts and stuff let's make a movie mm. about this guy that does podcasts about this this one murderer and make it into a film that's right? actually a good film idea right there yeah I got I got some things up in my noggin but even the the concept of, of you interviewing someone yeah they go and do it yeah and then you interview them in jail that would be a good yeah. movie but. Plot twist, it was actually the podcast guy that sets them up and murders everybody and gets away scot-free. Boom. Maybe I might start writing this. Wait a second, wait a second. If I go to the washroom <laughs> and I don't return, <laughs> see your work. <laughs> Just like you were saying. Yeah, if I don't come back. <laughs> if um, I don't come back, <laughs> you can enjoy the rest of my smart one. Yeah, you can you can have everything. No worries. Don't worry. I'll find my own way back. Damn it. You didn't even bring your laptop or anything. That's, I know. So that's, Why, like I said, I called ahead like, of time. It's almost like a small loot for it's me okay. then. You, you can know? have everything here. Fine. I, got, I need my phone, though, because <laughs> So, I mean, whatever's in here, you can have, which is not very much. Oh, I brought but, this because I thought you would like it. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I thought you would like I to look at it. I, I just think that's, that's so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> just the avenue. <laughs> I don't think it's ridiculous at all. I think that's how great movies are made. No, for sure. Oh, is this... Uh, that's for your phone, so you put your phone in it. But Oh, for like filming and stuff? Yeah, I know you so, can't so, really hear so then, guys, but... No, no, no. I, I've seen one of these, but for like actual video cameras, so mm. you actually get like that smooth... Yeah kind of transition versus yeah. like really chalky kind of thing. And it's like dark, then you put yeah, the light yeah, in. you got your light there and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, yeah, no, this is sick. We're in what, Amazon, Amazon or something? Yeah. How much was this? I, I, I think it was pretty cheap. I think it was like 50 bucks, less than $50. That's pretty cool. I'd for both to. units? $50 for like... For both. Yeah, because the light was like, I think $20 and the other thing was like actually, 20 or 30 bucks. Actually not too bad. Yeah, but I don't know if my... my Heavy duty phone. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know why? It, it actually comes apart like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That, that is actually pretty sick. I just wanted to bring it to show you. No, no, no. Absolutely. Like, it's, uh, like, I'm aware of, like, I wasn't aware of the phone one, mm-hmm. but I know that you can get, like, a whole setup for, like, an actual camera. camera and, and, like, then, then you, like, even if you're running after someone, it's, it will be, like, a nice way yeah. versus, yeah. right? There's actually a lot of them for uh, phones that. Yeah. You can get it like better ones than this, but they cost like two hundred dollars kind of thing. Right? Yeah, but like you're, that's the next. Eventually, 
our video cameras are going to end up disappearing because our cameras on our phone will be so freaking good. Print. Yeah. Well, it's like what, four, 4K. Yeah, 4K, everything. Yeah. But the only thing is, I don't think that the cameras will disappear. And this is why. Because the lens on this, and I did research on this before, mm-hmm. but the lens is very small. Okay. So, yeah. in order so to... You're like, kind of a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of. In order to be a successful business, you have to be able to know. For sure. Knowledge is key for everything. Exactly. Period. Exactly. Right. Like, like uh, <laughs> people say... Yes, so, I am a nerd, So, by so the way. I, I, I hate this quote because I don't think it's fully true. People say knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think that the full full quote should end up being uh, the application of knowledge is power. Yeah, that's actually really good. Right? Yeah. And it's because if you have the knowledge of doing something, just because you have the knowledge doesn't mean you're going to use it. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't know how to apply the knowledge, yeah. then you're kind of you're kind of screwed. It's yeah, like exactly. I can I can study up on baking all I want, mm-hmm. but the first time I go and bake, guaranteed I'm not going to make the perfect like yeah. bread, cake, anything that that is involved with that, right? Absolutely. I'm probably going to screw up because the other half of it is the experience of I learning like all of that. Yeah. Right? Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> You have knowledge that you're kind of a nerd too, huh? Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes I am. I, I actually, uh, I, I take I take pride in, in knowing a lot of like random facts and stuff like that. Good. I was just like, uh, apparently, and I haven't looked this up, but I was told by a different fellow nerd, right? <laughs> Is that, you know what the difference between grasshoppers and locusts are? Mm, let me just, let me guess first. Okay. I think grasshoppers can fly. Locusts can't. Mm. Okay, that's that's what that's what you think it is. No, so it's not obviously. <laughs> no, no. no. Um, so you take two grasshoppers. I probably shouldn't even say this. We're gonna have a problem with locusts. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, God. Anyway, <laughs> so if you take two grasshoppers and put them in a container together, mm-hmm. they will hop after each other. Eventually, at some point in time, something switches in one of them, and they'll eat the other grasshopper. Oh, crazy. That's at the point they become a locust. Oh, really? Because then if you end up releasing that, they will specifically go and search out other grasshoppers they can eat. And so, like, your grasshoppers might be this big. Your locusts are, like, so much bigger. I don't I don't know how big yeah, locusts yeah. are, but they're, they're, they're quite a bit bigger because they get extra protein from actually eating the That's grasshopper. That's crazy. And then you have this cycle of, of locusts chasing grasshoppers. So they'll, they'll be eating the field. As the locusts come in and start eating the grasshoppers as well. Wow. Right. I mean, I know yeah, that. that's messed up though, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna see if my daughter knows that. She knows yeah. everything about that. Face my kid. Okay, and then, then you did you ask her the difference between grasshoppers and crickets? No. What do you think? I don't remember. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I'm gonna ask her though. So, she so, might know. I, I think it's I could have this backwards, I don't know. Uh, the chirping sound for grasshoppers comes from their legs, mm-hmm. and from uh, the crickets, it comes from their wings. Oh, yeah, weird, crazy. Yeah, I don't know why I looked that up. But the first one is pretty crazy. No, the first one's super crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah that would change into a locust, so they just change yeah. it to like a zombie. <laughs> well, well, I wouldn't say they're a zombie; they're just cannibals. Yeah, well, there right? you go. It a, I imagine once you go cannibal, you don't go back. Right? <laughs> Ew. That's just Again, I'm gonna go to the washroom. <laughs> well, no, you, you, I'm just you, you look at it. So, I've had this conversation with, with some people, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, if a plane crashes and there's no food around, would you be willing to eat like another person? First of all, 
Um, I'm not going to answer that because I'm not going to answer hypothetical questions. But there is a movie on that, and it's based on a true story. But I, I, I just... So do you think... Okay, here's a okay, question for you. I'll, I'll answer, question. Uh, I can answer the okay, here's a question. Here's a question. Okay. Here's a question for you. So it was... Uh, there's a movie, actually, where a plane crashed, right? Mm-hmm. And they were in, like, in the... I don't even know where they were, but... A lot of snow, whatever. Yep. Right? And they had to eat uh, the dead passengers to survive. Mm-hmm. Do you think... And they eventually yeah. got rescued. Yeah, Do you yeah. think that they came back and now they just eat human beings? We don't know. True, but I'm asking you we, hypothetically. We don't know. We don't know if those passengers then started seeking out the other passengers and slowly eating them. True. Because then you're covering your footprints, right? So, so how I answered this question, right? I was like, no, I, I think that'd be very disturbing to, to try to actually eat somebody else. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would find some sort of other way. Sorry? <laughs> oh, this is, uh, so this is, uh, basically to protect against the, the wind. There's the recorder here. So, so, so. So he's then, doing a podcast on me because I'm a mu- musician. Okay. I work cool. together. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I saw it when I came by, so it's like microphone covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a good day, man. Um, so how I answered it was, uh, I'm like, first of all, I, I'd find that highly disturbing to try to eat, like, another person. <laughs> well, of course. Right. Like, I don't know if I could stomach it. Uh, and I would try to seek out other things I could eat first. Right. Because, like, you can digest some bark and some leaves and, and things like that. So you could realistically survive on some of that stuff, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then I finished up the conversation by this. My other worry, because they started talking about burning flesh of humans, and we very much smell, and uh, the closest thing we taste like is pigs. Pigs. Mm-hmm. So, so, so if you smell like burning flesh, it smells like pigs, and it kind of tastes like pork, right? which is weird. And that's also why you get the, the term yeah. long pig when you talk about, like, humans, right? And so I was like, secondly, is my fear is what if I enjoyed it too much, <laughs> right? Because bacon's pretty dope, right? <laughs> I don't think you would. I think it's one of those things. Personally, I have two questions for you. One, first of all, to answer that, I don't think you would because if you ever have a child, for instance, or anyone for that matter, they'll be enjoying something until mm-hmm. they find out what's in it. And then it will automatically switch. See, no, I straight up tell my children what what they're eating. I'm like, yeah, that's chicken. That that was the rooster that I killed last weekend. Then you kind of know. Okay, here's another question for you. So you're saying that you answer that based on eating bark or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. But what if you're in a place where you can't eat bark? Like, I remember the movie, right? Mm -hmm. They're surrounded by snow. Okay, but if you're surrounded by snow, Mm -hmm. there's still a possibility of rabbits. Yeah, but you'd have to yeah. walk. And they had nothing, I don't think. I'd have to, again... They, 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 they didn't There's want no to walk. nothing. Yeah. And the, the, we don't the, know that for it sure. It was so cold. We don't know that for sure, but hypothetically speaking... And how so cold? That is different for different okay, people. Okay, but they... Listen, they crashed. Let's even say you're... You've got to get the listen, specifics okay, down, let's man. Let's just say you're on their way to the Bahamas, okay? And you yeah. had to pass over there for some reason. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not really good at... uh, What is it called again? Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> my point is... Is that let's just say you're on the way to Bahamas. You're, you're so you passing don't have over winter a, stuff. You're, you're passing over a mountain range. Okay. That's where you, you crash. Yeah, and it's all snow, and there's no rabbits okay. or nothing. There's but no how cold? Cold. So like you, minus twenty, no, minus more thirty. Than that, obviously. So I th- I'm guessing. Let's just say minus forty, and okay. it's always blowing. Like it's always uh, storming. 
Because yeah. that's how I remember the movie. I, I'm just quoting from the movie. So this is what I'd do. I'd go all Wim Hof, get into that focused <laughs> breathing state where I can tap into to my inner core to help warm me up. Mm-hmm. And then I'd venture off into the snow. And you would die. <laughs> wow. They would find you. Wow. Maybe. I, I'm, no, just, so, I, I'm so, just sorry. I'm just saying. So you would walk. Do you, do you know how you're supposed to actually walk out from your sight if you are lost? No. no. Okay. So what you would do is you'd walk a little bit into the bush, mm-hmm. and then you'd walk a circle around your campsite, and okay. you'd actually just do a spiral outward. Because then if you are ever actually lost, you just turn, and you walk directly straight back and to your unless, unless it's, it's storming, so much snow, snow and it covers your track. It. There you go. And you're lost, and blah, blah, <laughs> blah. But then, all of a sudden, God helps you out and gives you a <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. True enough. Then, True enough. Go. I believe in that 100%. You just pray to God. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about <laughs> if you're lost in a place and you but, had but, you, but, you, but, but you don't think I'd pray to God. I, I didn't that. say that. I didn't say that. I gotcha. Well, I gotcha. said... Is there you, any mirrors and stuff that you'd where? be able to find on a plane? Oh, there's lots. There, there. I think there's a lot of... You know what? So you'd There's have a to lot looking, of things you could do. You'd have really. to look over for flying like flights and try to shine the, oh, the light up into the. You know what? That intrigues me. I'm gonna watch that movie again because I'm I'm going to see, like, well, obviously watch it again. And you're mm-hmm. right. You don't know the full story. Right? Hollywood, whatever. You could also just burn down a whole bunch of bushes. There's no bushes there, as I remember. What do you? What? There's there was no, no bushes. There. It was all no. It was all it's, snow. It's, just all snow. Yeah. And they they were like, fuck it, let's not go down this mountain. It's probably yeah, warmer down there, but I don't I'm know not going the exact to. story. It's a long time ago. When you I'm cause crazy. an avalanche and you ride that to the bottom. <laughs> but what if they're not on a mountain? What if they're on a flat surface? You know, I'm really bad at stuff. Probably in reality, because in video games, I get so many chances to do shit. <laughs> <laughs> so realistically, in real life, again. You'd I'd, pro- be like, I'd probably be be tapped out, and yeah. I'd, be, I'd be too. Honestly, I'd be done too. I'd be like, t- yo, tr- I'd be like, I just got your name for something. Oh my god! But I'd be like, let's it's go, Tyson. Tyson, <laughs> I, I know your name, Tyson. Okay, but listen, no, you do. I'm just trying to think. There's too much going in my head right now where it's going. But anyways, me and you'd probably be walking and be like, okay, we're out of here. <laughs> we're not eating, and then they'd find us frozen. But whatever, or eating a rabbit by a nice campfire. <laughs> One or the other. We, we'd have it solved. The, the Yeti would be there with us. We're like, what up, bro? Exactly. Show, show us some Yeti. Go get, us, yeah, go get us some more rabbits. He lives out there. He knows where yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we might just be stuck there because he'd be forced to play, play like music for him. And then I'd be stuck no. there doing a podcast. You know what I'd do? Oh, that's I'd be like, I need to go to the washroom, <laughs> Mr. Yeti. I'll be right back. <laughs> Mr. Yeti, I'm just like, I don't know. I had a buddy. I guess I just, I just... I just have a Yeti And now. you'd be by yourself. But then I'd come get you, don't worry. I wouldn't leave you. You'd come get me? I'd come rescue you. I'd, I'd find Eric. You know what? We're going away. <laughs> that's, 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 that's half the fun that's of, the, that's of, okay. of the podcast, that's okay. man. But listen, I'd go and I'd find a helicopter or whatever I have to find. Either die. What does is, what is 50 Cent say again? He's like, uh, make it or die trying. You know what? And then I'd come and get you. Don't worry. And the Yeti would run off. He doesn't like to be seen by other people. Well, what if me and Yeti were like great friends? Man. Then I'd be like, you don't want to be rescued, peace out. You gonna stay here? Yeah, Fine, live, live my my truest Yeti life, you know. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. What is in your water? <laughs> Just water? You sure? Is it vodka? <laughs> you don't. You don't want. You don't. I do all the podcasts over. <laughs> no, just just I by the way. Joking. 
I've, I've never, I've never like. You know my humor. <laughs> fair enough, but but just a reason why I won't try to numb myself with alcohol or marijuana or anything like that on the podcast is because I feel like it takes away from from like the thinking patterns yeah, and whatnot, 100%. right? And like it loosens some people up. I just want to be able to do this without that. You know what? Right? Actually, speaking on which, I was thinking about that like probably a half an hour ago mm-hmm. because usually. I- Obviously, it's our day off. I have a beer or something, whatever, mm-hmm. right? But I quit drinking. I have like uh, three months, whatever. That's my choice, just like the meat thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? But mm-hmm. you speak better, right? You're able to mm-hmm. like understand things better. It really sure. helps you, you know. I personally don't even like drinking anymore. Yeah, drinking like, is like, not good. Like I haven't drank in a long time, and like the last time I probably did have a drink is okay. There's a, there's an exception in this, okay. But last time. <laughs> I, I only had like probably one, two drinks. The reason why I said there's an exception is because I was at a family event with like all my, my uncles and aunties and stuff like that. And yeah, I, I had. Yeah, but that's I, a different story. I had one to two to 20. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different story though. A family event or an event like that, right? But you know, I don't recommend throwing up out the window while you're driving. <laughs> well, not while you're driving. Someone else was driving. Just, just <laughs> Whoa. Okay. My, my wife was driving. Okay. She was sober, right? Okay. But I was throwing up outside the window. Uh, don't do it with long hair. You'll get a knot. So. Ooh. Yeah. Well, also, it's really hard to clean vomit off the side of a vehicle. I'll take that into account. Just, just throwing it out there. <laughs> just some pro tips so, for you. <laughs> one, don't go on a plane that's going to crash you. Okay. Right. Fair. In the middle yeah. of the thing, middle of the I, Arctic, let's say, whatever. Sure. Okay. And don't vomit out the window. Yeah, those are two really good <laughs> rules. Also, don't pee into the wind. <laughs> but I, I think that is a given for for most yeah. people, right? But like, just to restate that, just to make sure that it is. Clear. Oh, don't eat yellow snow. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. But but like. What if I decide to try to be creative because there is that like Quebec kind of dessert thing where it's like maple syrup on snow. Yeah, but they have what? But what if I'm like, mm, you know what'd be good? Some lemon on the snow, right? And then it is yellow snow. But did you put the lemon yourself, or did yeah? You why would I let someone else? That's put the, the whole lemon? different point. That if you stumble across yellow snow, it's a whole different story you than you didn't put it. You didn't say that. Well, <laughs> I didn't think I had to specify. <laughs> you walking across and finding yellow snow and not yeah, eating must, it. This must be that lemon snow he was talking about. <laughs> Ew. Well, it's saltier than like he made it out to Gross. be. Gross. So here's a question. Yeah. All right. It's a would you rather hypothetical question. <laughs> no, it's not about eating people this time, though. So, so it's a little bit easier to answer. People walk by. So... Would you rather be uh, like immortal to a point? You get to pick your end date, mm-hmm. or would you rather where you are immortal, but you end up so like how to how to phrase this? You would be you re not reincarnate, but when you die, you would restart the day. Oh, definitely the first one. I would. So I, I only get to pick one or the other. Yeah, one or the other. You're either immortal, <coughs> or it's like when you die, in any I given never, day, you restart the I day. I would never want to restart the day. Can but you what, imagine? But, but what, if, what if you're like, man, this is a shit day. <laughs> right? No. And then you just correct your choices. No, I think after a while, I think it'd be fun at the beginning, 
because you can do so much, yeah. but you only have so many hours in a day. Sure. And so, right? So you can only do so much. What if you wanted to go to the Bahamas, like we're talking? How long is that trip? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So that's my point. I don't think. So I started thinking about this like quite a bit, and I'm like, you know what? Dying then restarting the day is pretty good. But what if you're like doing something? It turns like 12 o'clock. You fall, you die, you restart the fucking day, and now you're stuck in a finite loop of death. Yeah, but why would you? But you started off in a. No, you died, and you start your day over. No, I get it. But you wouldn't start your day falling. Maybe you did. (laughs) You you decided to to do like a midnight jump. No. Right? Okay, yeah. Okay. Midnight jump. Sorry. That's all I get. It's a midnight jump from a plane, right? You jump before, but as you're coming down, you realize your parachute doesn't open, right? Your your secondary parachute doesn't open, right? But do you realize what you're saying? And then... Do you realize that you're... Okay, listen, listen. That would mean that you wake up and you jump off the plane. What? No, no, no. So, depending. Depending. If it starts... Your timeline starts at, like, midnight. Yeah. Right? And it, it restarts at midnight, and that would be one thing. Right? Oh, I see. But saying. if it, so depending on how you set up the, the, the situation, or if it starts when you wake up. Mm, Those are two okay. different things. So if you jump off the plane at midnight and it starts at midnight. Well, right before midnight, you jump off the plane. But so didn't we have this so conversation on the way here? You just potentially survive. So I would just try to keep on trying to survive that jump. See, the problem being is when you do a night jump, you can't actually see where the ground is. Guess what? I so would, you gotta, but you, you just gotta calculate, you count it. You gotta mentally calculate. Are you that good where you can mentally calculate it? I'm pretty sure after a, the thousand time that you fall out of the plane, you would be able to count the seconds before you oh, hit the ground. Touche. Touche. You're like, fuck, I just need to do this once. Boom. Hit. Yeah. And a thousand times, yeah. and you'll know the exact count. Eventually, you'll get it. Exactly. 100%. And then eventually, you'll crawl through society with broken legs. <laughs> and then, there you go. But then, you restart the day falling out of the plane. No, no. Because if you lived, you can make it to the next day, and you'd be fine. No, so now you're changing the rules. That's not. No, 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 no. Because like, if you continue to your next day, it's not. It's not like. So it's only when you die your day resets. So if you complete a day, you'd go on to your next day. Oh, I okay. see. Does that okay. make more sense? I thought you meant if yeah. you. Oh, if you could only live one day, hell no. <laughs> that's what I thought hell you meant. No, there's a no. movie about that. No, I, I, I would go insane. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So every day you live the same day, Groundhog Day. How does that even work if you get on a plane and actually start flying backwards so that your time, your time actually changes? Yeah, yeah, I would. Because like if yeah, you fly from Japan sense. or to to Canada, you actually lose like a day, like yeah, you're yeah, back yeah. in time, right? No, see, that's what I thought you were talking about. If it's that way, yeah, okay, I'd probably do that. But you know what? Until you get into a constant death loop. <laughs> you know what? I I like it better this way. Okay, you know what? You you we all take life. Actually, I can't even say that. Never mind. I feel like the limited. Point. The point to life, if you live forever, everything would seem unimportant. Exactly, hundred percent. That's what I was gonna say. And death puts an end date on all of them, mm-hmm. which now you only have a limited amount of time to do what you want to do with your life or make a legacy, and that's why it's yep. so important not to procrastinate. And that's why I'm not. That's why I'm here with you right now. 
<laughs> doing this podcast. But no, that's exactly what I was going to say. But that was actually then again, the, viewer. the only thing I was going to say <laughs> is not everyone takes their life as important in the time, right? Because you have a lot of people that uh, wake up the next day and, and find out they have cancer. For right? sure. So that's it's that's why I don't want to say that. Some, some people also say that uh, cancer is the best thing that's ever happened to them oh, when true. they survive. True. Right? True. Because it gives you a different outlook and you start to realize that money's not as important, important. as your yeah. relationship and other things that you've done or pursued in your life are meaningless when yeah. there's other things that are so meaningful, yeah. right? So we get uh, sold this dream of being rich, famous, and all yeah. this other stuff, right? But most people don't realize that they have the most important things surrounding them yeah. already. And they lose right? it chasing the money. Yeah. I was just having this conversation with somebody, actually. Oh, yeah? I was. I was saying that one of the biggest, they did a... Um, a service mm-hmm. of people that were in their deathbed. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things that they said was one of the biggest things, and they did mm-hmm. a thousand, whatever, a lot of people, right? And one of the biggest things they said was they wish that we could just go back and let themselves be happy. Mm-hmm. There's one. And not to chase money, not mm-hmm. to chase things that they didn't have, just to enjoy things that they did have. So uh, it's interesting the the phrasing, let me be happy, because happiness isn't something that we can obtain and and so so i would say that for a reason because typically what brings you happiness Mm. is either a kind act to someone else the pursuit of your work for a bigger goal um things that it's a byproduct of things that you do. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. And so, like, if you're chasing happiness, you will never find. But I think happiness. that's what they meant, though. For, for more sure. like, more or less I, of not worrying about mm-hmm. the small things. Yeah, I just wanted to phrase it that way because we do have a misperception in our world about you can find happiness. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and it's not about finding happiness; it's making your life worth it, and happiness comes as a byproduct. Yeah. Hundred percent, right? and, and to share that uh, byproduct with the the loved ones around you. Yeah, hundred percent. Right? And I think that it's it's tough because we get caught up in our day to day stuff. Yeah. Right. We get caught up on like something someone said to us. We get caught up on on there, there's so many little things in life that that kind of throw us for a turn. Yeah. That makes it difficult to think that way a lot of the time. And that's what right. I'm trying to get away from is a. Even just a music example, right? Mm-hmm. Is not to think too much into it. Do it, release it. Do it, yeah, release yeah. it. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's so, what I want to do. Fair, fair enough. That's how you stop the procrastination. Absolutely. You have many tattoos. <laughs> Is there any interesting stories behind any of them? That will all tie into religion. That would be the next one. Oh, you're going to make me wait for that. Yes, because... A lot of these, oh man, okay, right? Yeah, are yeah, Egyptian, yeah. so I and I, there is a thing I believe before about yeah, energy yeah. and the Egyptians and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But that all ties into religion. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. You might believe. No, it really does. That's, that's, that's fair. We can we can touch on them. Like one of these these ones I did by myself, right? Just for fun. Yeah. So I just bought a gun and I started doing it. But one of the biggest things, the key to life and death, mm-hmm. right? And the key to life and the question. Mm-hmm. Where are you going to go after? Just okay. little things. So we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You actually did your own tattooing. Yeah. How was that? How was that experience? It was horrible. <laughs> yeah, I'm bad. I'm <laughs> but, like... but I, honestly, and I hate to say this now because it sounds so horrible, but I would just drink and then just do it. And I just did it. And I, I, I think in a way, though, again, 
there's, there's pros and cons to you and your anxiety, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you're in control of it, so it kind of tells your brain, okay, I have, I can stop whenever I want, yeah, yeah. right? Opposed to someone doing it, and you can't just tell them to stop. It's basically well, you, you can. You can, but who does? You're just gonna have an unfinished product, right? So, so mostly you would I, do it. I well, personally, I, this is how I look at it: is that um, tattoos are kind of like a ritual. Right, and the pain is a part of that ritual as well. 100%. Because for me, all my tattoos mean something, right? Because I like to have a lot of uh, symbolism behind them and things that are important to me hidden in like the tattoos, right? Yeah. So somebody might look at it and just be like, "Oh, that's that's a great art piece," but to me, it specifically means something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I need to do that because it's a lifetime commitment, and that's how I justify getting whatever I get kind of thing done, right? Because mm. I never want to be that person that's like, oh, I got this, and... No, same thing. Everything I on my body I don't is, know why. Yeah, everything yeah. is basically what I got basically symbolized yeah. my life, right? No, I got you. But yeah, that, like I said again, that's a whole... That's conversation ties deeply into so deeply into that, right? The, the religion that yeah. you don't have... Uh, we weren't prepared in the mindset to sit down and have a 10-hour podcast. No, I'm prepared, but I don't think you're prepared, and they're not going to be prepared to sit here for another 10 you hours. see my, my kids all, all <laughs> yeah, exactly. it, and they'll just, I'll, I'll walk by and be like, oh, who are these strawberry kids, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, no, but no, no, fine. yeah. That's we'll fine. talk about we'll it next actually, time. We'll, we'll do that one actually sitting down. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll sit down and actually have a, a big event about it. Mm. Yeah. Like blasters and everything, some confetti, right? Real fun. No, yeah, I'm holding you to that now. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> food. You basically have to have food. Everywhere. No, I'll have food. I'll even like if you like cheesecake, I'll bake you a cheesecake. <laughs> oh, yeah, so you, you have been looking food. online and learning. No, I can I can make a mad oh, okay. cheesecake. You didn't no. know that? No, no, no. Just, just ask Lindsay. Oh, really? Go, go 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 to her and tell her that you had the best cheesecake. Tyson yeah. made it. When yeah. I get the cheesecake. Well, well, then I'd have to make it before I make hers. Then, oh, you have to make hers? Oh, okay. Then she'd be like, what the hell? <laughs> no, make one new yeah. so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's, all, it's all good. I, uh... <laughs> what, what, what's the biggest thing right now that you're looking forward to? Getting this website up and running and starting to perform. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. And, and that's going to be one to two months yeah. to get it no, up? Yeah. Okay. One to two months. And then... Cause it's not even necessarily like the work has been done on it. It's yeah. more of the material, right? Okay. You don't want to have some someone going there and spending money, right? Yeah. And not having and a not lot of product anything. there, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's about it's about loading now, loading yeah, yeah. it with tons of products, with pictures, things like that, yeah. uh, toil videos, things like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that can help other artists, right? So I, I gotcha. What's a crazy story that you have about music? Hmm. I have a lot of crazy stories. So I have to think about it for a second. I don't know. Um, like I can't just pick one of them. I need to share all of. Well, them. no, it's it's, but they're not like like if I went to a like and I performed and all of a sudden like there was a shootout or something. It's nothing like that. But no, for sure, that'd be pretty crazy. Okay, wild, actually. Wild way. I got a hold of, um, speaking of which, so I brought up uh, Sexy Back by Justin Timberlake. Yep. I got a hold of the engineer that actually mixed that song. Mm-hmm. 
And one of the one of the biggest learning things that I, I, I've learned later on, mm-hmm. I didn't think he was going to get back to me. I was going to try and see what's going on, whatever, sure. right? I didn't send the track in at the same time that I sent the email. So he asked me back, and all he said was, can I hear the song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I sent him the song, and I never heard back from him. So, of course, he probably gets thousands and thousands of emails. That was just the yeah. luck of a draw that he seen mine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it'd be cool to, like, you know, kind of get up there and go talk to him again and be like, yeah, mm-hmm. I sent you a song a long time yeah. ago. But again, this was a long mm-hmm. time ago, and I wasn't, I wasn't as good as I am now. Yeah. I'd say. Right? So, so now you can send, send something and be like, damn. I should try to get a hold of him again, actually. Damn. That's, that's it. But like, he probably cost thousands. Emailed off him, yeah. kind of thing. Why not? Yeah. You got to think outside the box. This is the mm-hmm. thing. One of my biggest things is um, one of these videos, and I, I talked to Alan about it actually. Mm-hmm. Is there's an ad, right? Mm-hmm. And ads are very um, meticulous thing what they do, and they're very structured. Like they they do everything for the hive. <laughs> what are you looking at over there? That guy. I know he's cool, eh? So loud. Is it him? Oh, that, really? Yeah, that was. Speaking cool, of uh, cricket. Oh yeah. I thought he was a moth at first. Was- I, I, I thought it was a moth, too. Wow. That's actually pretty impressive. And, and you that, called it, actually. That. You said we're going to be swarmed with locusts. So I don't know what that guy is, but... Oh, great. Anyway. <laughs> let's put that out. Let's, let's, let's just call up some flags and shit like that. You did, not me. But anyway, okay. No, uh, what were we saying? I lost complete track of what I was talking about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, it flew out the window. That, that, that's fair. That was just, it was a magical moment. I'm sorry, I had to turn no, my head No, of course, I've seen him. So we were, we, we, we were talking about uh, the guy that makes uh, Sexy back. Yeah, right? Justin Timberlake, yeah. And you said to reach out to him again. And then... We don't See, you don't even, remember. <laughs> no, I know, because that threw me off. That I know, was I so know. loud. It threw me off, man. No, but, but I think I was, what was I talking about? I was saying if it would be cool to see him now, uh, yeah. give him a track now, that I wasn't as good as I was before. Mm-hmm. I totally lost it. Me too. I totally lost it. This is one of those podcasts, failures. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm keeping it in. <laughs> yeah, but it's okay. We did pretty good till this point. I, it will, I'm sure it will hit us, right? Yeah, it, it is what it is. Yeah, I just. Uh, but I was saying, I think I was saying too that he was—he probably cost like a million dollars to yeah, do one song, true. right? So, pretty sure those grasshoppers just listening. He's, yeah, he's now. listening. He's you looking. Know? Yeah, he's curious. I'm very curious. Wow, eh? yeah, he's staring at you, buddy. Could you call them over? Oh shit! <laughs> Throwing that well, it's only one of them. All of a sudden. Do you, do, you, do you find that your religion and whatnot um, really helps you and drives you for for your art? Absolutely. Because, yeah. one, um, to help people, right? Mm-hmm. My biggest goal, of course, what, and I believe 100%, I believe Jesus is 100% real. Mm-hmm. I believe God is 100% real. And mm-hmm. I believe that, and one of the biggest things in Christianity is to help people recognize that. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't say help, I, th- I think that's the wrong words, but to direct them in that way so they can at least ask kind of sure. thing, right? Okay. And I think music really be- like pushes me to do that. Mm-hmm. That's another way, like we, we said, universal um, language, language, right? Yep. To be able to express my feelings. Like somebody yeah. might come and ask me and I might get the chance to sit down and talk with everybody mm-hmm. that has so many questions for me, but I can relate in my music. And, yeah, and yeah. I want people to understand the biggest thing 
that one of the biggest deceptions of being a Christian and following that is that it's easy and that everybody's life is perfect. Mm. That's one of the biggest deceptions and the biggest things to a lot yeah, of people yeah. that I talk to is mm-hmm. that they think, and even me, when I first started, like you go to church and you see these families and stuff and you just think their life is perfect. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it is the most hardest thing to do because you got to remember there's so much rules. And again, we're talking about religion, but to answer your question, right? Um, it is one of the hardest things to do because you have to be very disciplined in a lot of things that you do. Yeah. Right? So again, with the music, I try to reach out. Again, let's even say that they're not Christian. Let's mm-hmm. even say that they don't believe in it, right? You heard the song that I just showed you. I'm mm-hmm. hoping to even, well, a lot of people that aren't Christian have drug like addiction mm-hmm. or alcohol addiction or, you know, suicidal well, thoughts, I don't right? think anyone would debate you against the idea of angels and demons. Exactly. And the reason why I say that is because whether you think of angels and demons as like a specific uh, spiritual power mm-hmm. or you think of it as in like an internal conflict exactly. inside yourself exactly. right yeah. because you can still refer to both of them in and both that's ways, why and that's right? just to answer your question that's basically what I want to do is to be able to reach people even though they don't believe in the same thing I believe yeah, because absolutely. they can at least uh, relate to it absolutely and I like I think that that's the most important thing is that realizing that we're more similar than anything else regardless of even like uh background of religion culture or anything like that we have more in common with each other than than what we like expect we Mm -hmm. just need to sit down and have those conversations i think uh one thing is that people get into their heads a little bit too much right and then it's like i know people that have like social anxiety and it's like even myself a lot of people think that i'm an extrovert I'm like, no, I'm, I'm more of an introvert. I mm-hmm. like being alone. Mm-hmm. I like having time by myself. And like, even my wife brings this up. Yeah, but you'll stop and talk to like the, the, the till person or you'll stop and talk to like a random person for a while and actually have like conversations with them. And she's like, you're, you're an extrovert. And I'm like, not really, because mm-hmm. like it takes a lot out of me to, to reach out yeah. and, and yeah. do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I find if I go to a party, I am freaking exhausted mm-hmm. afterwards mm-hmm. like i'm so exhausted of uh, of having like conversations and what which makes it kind of weird that i have a podcast but no not really you know why because no because i think that's your strength right yeah and me being an artist that's just coming from another artist i mm-hmm. think like i don't like to so here's a fun fact actually yeah right and this will kind of this is why i can relate to you mm-hmm. is that i don't like being on camera right regardless okay. of what people think right because mm-hmm. again that's one of the things that um that people always say to me, like, mm-hmm. oh, you're good looking, for instance, mm-hmm. right? And they'll be like, oh, you must love to be on the camera, or you like mm-hmm. to be on stage. And sh- like, and, and, that's and, usually what comes along you tell with them it. is no, because the camera adds 10 pounds. <laughs> that- well, that's in my case, because, no, <laughs> but anyways, no, but I really don't like it, to be honest, right? You're doing enough. an interview with you at the beginning, yeah. right? Um, I, it's something that I have to do. It comes yeah. along with the territory. For Even sure. performing on stage, I have to do it. Yeah. Uh, interviews, I'll have to do. Right. Yeah. Making a music video, I'll have to do. But do I like it? it I don't like it. Right. And that actually goes in the first question of what would you rather do? Would you rather be a production behind the scenes mm-hmm. or would you rather be in front? Oh, and right now, okay. right, that's again, mm-hmm. that's one of those pros and cons kind of things, right? Of each one. Is that I would rather, for that reason too, I'd rather be behind the scenes. See, but I, I, I think you're pretty level headed. And I, like, it seems like 
you know yourself very well and you have a good personality. All right. Well, thank you. So, so I don't see, so in my opinion, I don't see why you'd be like worried about those things. I'm not necessarily right. worried. I just don't like it. Okay. Because again, okay, here's one thing. Would you like, um, and this is a question you can answer or not. I don't think you can fully answer it. I don't think I can fully answer it, but it's just whatever. If you went to the grocery store, would you have, would you like 30 people walking up to you and being like, oh, you it might be fun at first. Like, like recognizing you? Yeah, kind of recognizing thing? you. So, the, 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 so, very difficult question, question to answer. Exactly, right? Right. Um, it's going to be a yes and a no. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I really don't want to interact with people. Yeah. Right? Other times I don't mind interacting with people. Right. Uh, although, with anyone that becomes famous, that's something that they unwillingly give up is that, 100%, that, that, it's a responsibility. that in, in, yeah. incognito version of themselves. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think that it'd be extremely difficult because through the perception of the public and they come up and be like, oh, can I have your autograph? This, mm-hmm. that? Can I get that and get a picture? Right. It's probably the only time that they will see you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's an opportunity for them. If you're in a shit mood, you're like, I don't want to fucking deal with yeah, any yeah, of this yeah. shit. Yeah. Right. And so uh, I don't envy stars. I don't envy like movie stars and, and yeah. like musicians and stuff like that on, on that fact is that they realistically can't go anywhere without being noticed. So I think that out of anything, it'd be very difficult to do something like that. And like, I, when you put it like that, I understand why you wouldn't want to. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what I'm saying. So, but they didn't ask my question, by the way. That's right. good. No, no. Because my question was, what would you rather would, have? Would, would, would That's rather. my question um, to you. See, this is that, and that is a very, ah, very man. hard question. Uh, don't get me wrong; it's a hard question. See, to what extent, though? That, is exactly. it like? Is it like every time I go out, there's like 30, every time you go out, thirty people that approach me. You're you're very well known. I know. I probably almost want no attention. Exactly, and right. that's and this is why I don't want to be a camera. That's one of the reasons. Right? Yeah. Is I. I already know what comes along with that territory. Mm-hmm. Will it happen? I hope it doesn't, but probably will. Yeah. If, if if I get to the level of success that I want to get to, it will happen. But, but also, it's like, if people have respect, if mm-hmm. they understand that that's your perception, people should have respect for an artist or, or like an actor or anything like that to be like, you know what, I'm just... But they don't. So, well, that's, yeah. that's where... But, but, but that that's where society needs to step in and, and be like, they are people too. Yeah, but that's that's a whole different conversation because if we're going, you know, what I mean? you know what I mean. Like that's hey. what if the society does this and okay, I agree with you, hundred percent. I'm not even saying I don't disagree with you. No, for sure. I'm saying I agree with you. There, people, there are people are people as well. too. I, exactly. I know. You'll, you'll, you'll. I'm just saying. At the end of the day, I don't like to be in front of camera. It makes me uncomfortable too. That's yeah. one of the things. Yeah. And people have this perception of me that I want to be right. Mm, that okay. I want to be in front of the camera and that I want to be doing these things that I want to be in the spotlight and that yeah sure when I was younger maybe but I don't and yeah, I, yeah, yeah. that just goes along where I'm saying I can relate to you yeah, yeah. where you're uh introvert right yeah yeah because, because that's like, the same yeah. thing as I am but we unfortunately put ourselves in a position where we need to do it and because we're good yeah. at it I would say right now actually after sitting down with you that you are actually a very good interviewer you should keep going at this, and I think that you're going to be huge and very successful in this. Because, and, the really, and I'm not that. even lying to you. I'm saying how you ask questions and how you you're doing and mm-hmm. how you open up 
you know, doors to answer questions and you let the other person ask. Like, just everything about you, you have a gift. Thank you. Honestly, pretty sure you have a gift, man. Uh, I appreciate that. So I think you're going to go very far with it. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I know you're going to go far. See, and that, that's fantastic because you're going to go far. I'm going to go far. Mm-hmm. We're going to re-loop back to having a third episode about that exactly. journey. Exactly. And then also, I want to I want to do like some background stuff with myself uh, for like how I've felt with the podcast and put that behind like mm-hmm. a paywall and stuff like that. So that if people are curious or are big fans of it, they can go behind that paywall and actually see some of my and struggles. And that's what comes with like your own platform. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's also uh, Ko-Fi. And Ko-Fi, what, what? No, it doesn't no, make your own platform. I know it's not your own platform, but it's a Patreon-style kind of thing. Yeah, but at the same time, you're, why would you... You're why? saying that I should put the effort in, in making, like, my yes. own yes. platform. your own platform. I can do it for you. I can show you how it's done for free. I would rather you show me how it's yeah, exactly. done. Yeah, exactly. I'll show you. Exactly. If you don't show me, then I'm always coming okay, back so I'll show you, you how yeah, it's yeah, done yeah. for free. And yeah, yeah. Basically, a podcast. I'm not saying it'd be more simple than, because it depends mm-hmm. on what you have and your options that mm-hmm. you want. But mm-hmm. I can show you where you can live stream to Facebook and have people, or if you want, yeah, yeah. or have it where it's like, no, I want you to subscribe and listen to this. And I'm yeah. pretty sure you have a lot of people that will come and support you. $5 a month. Yeah. So I'll show you how to do that. Fair enough. Fair enough. And I'll show you how to uh, incorporate your company if you uh, wanted to, uh, or I'm, be a full proprietor. I'm sure we'll probably work closely oh, together yeah. on oh, a yeah. lot of stuff. But I'm just that, saying, that, keep that in mind. Don't that's how I feel. But. Think about your own platform. Think bigger, right? Because oh, no, no, right no. now, I, I, I have a huge like. <laughs> I, I, I haven't, I haven't laid it out for you because the podcast is not about me. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Right? I got you. It's more about you, and the, there's been some things that get highlighted about me throughout the podcast. But um, it's like that will be something that I would put on like a separate thing where yeah, I just talk I about you. it and whatnot. And, and Carlin knows more of my vision and where I want to take like two bird bastards and the independent variable um, and like my end goal for stuff. But it's very similar to what you have in mind mm-hmm. as well, where where you want to help people, you want to employ people. And I want people to, to come to work that thrive on that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and love coming to work, right? Yeah. And have a good absolutely. life. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, like, and I've, even talked about to the potential of like if you have a really close knit like team and whatnot. I would not be opposed to just like flying to somewhere tropical with them, hang out with them and their families. As long as your plane doesn't crash and you have to eat each other. Okay, we will take a cruise <laughs> ship. Down <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. But anyway, See, no, now, no. Now, now I'm second guessing. That. <laughs> Never mind, people. None no, of that no, shit's no, happening. <laughs> Actually, cruise ship doesn't sound bad. Yeah, but you yeah, can yeah. always hit a. Whatever, never mind. I'm not going anyway, to. I'm a pretty simple guy, though. Okay, yeah. I, 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 I don't want, like, too much. For yeah, myself, me neither. The know? only thing that is big, actually, to speak on, excuse mm-hmm. me, one question they asked me is, what would you splurge on? Because I said I'm not really big into money, right? Fair enough. But one one of the biggest sure. things that I, it cars, one. Okay. Like, I would actually, but I, I can't justify. So, for instance, I would buy a Lamborghini or something, right? Okay. And I would drive it in, in Edmonton. I don't care. Right. I'd probably go to Vancouver or something. Who knows where I'd go. But I'd buy that. I would buy a lot. But I wouldn't keep it for long. Because yeah. I wouldn't be able to justify having a $150,000 car or whatever it is. 300, 200, mm-hmm. right? And there's people that are hungry out there, right? So I wouldn't be Fair able enough. to do that. But I would, I would just to drive it and own it for maybe a week and then maybe, uh, raffle it off or whatever kind of thing. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? A homeless guy gets yeah, it. 100%. And, then, and then he has a house. 100%. 
Because no, no, but one hundred percent. If sure. you're buying a car for two hundred thousand dollars, okay. Here's the problem, though. An average person gets a Ferrari or like a Lamborghini or mm-hmm. something. What would be the payment of your insurance on those? Probably a lot. Yeah. So could most people even afford it? Even if you raffled it off. Uh, but see, this is the thing. They would sell it. Gotcha. No, 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 no. I would raffle it off, but I'd sell it for them, and they keep the money. Mm. Right? I wouldn't just give them the car. Okay. Fair, fair <laughs> right? So I would I'd even auction it. Yeah, right? yeah. And then, so you raffle it off. Whoever wins that raffle, what right? What if they wanted the car, though? I would really strongly advise against it, but if they wanted the car, then go ahead. By all means, yeah, it's your yeah. car. But yeah, I'd really strongly like, advise against it. And, of course, at that time, if I'm somewhat popular, right, yeah, yeah. then the car, the worth would be more, right? Oh, for I, sure. I, I, Pretty Especially much. if you do something like uh, some of the artists out there that like deck it out in like their own sort of paint job and stuff like that. Well, I think at that point though, I, I don't think you could touch a Lamborghini though, because I think the value would go it, down. It might have been a Ferrari. Some, whatever, whatever. I, I, I would know. do something yeah. and I would I'd raffle it off to whoever needs it. That's yeah, what yeah, I would yeah. do. Because I wouldn't take it, it for long. Like swag and stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't take it for long. One hundred percent. And I would do things like that all the time. Especially if you're bringing the kind of money that I plan on bringing in. Yeah. Right. You'd always you try want to, to make a big difference. And, oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah, I gotcha. Can you imagine if somebody came what? to you right now and offered and just said, here, here's 200000 Oh, I see what you're doing. Life-changing. Do you understand what I'm saying yeah. to you? And no, it's I not gotcha. even that big a difference to a lot of these people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right? What, on that note, like, what kind of charity would you end up wanting to do? I'd make my own. Yeah, okay. For, so for I, sure. But I already like, had what, an idea. What, what would be a cause that you would want to I would support? have an. I already have an idea on this. So... Mm-hmm. I would actually, there's a couple of people that I have in mind that are honest, good people yeah. right? that you yeah. can trust. Yeah. And I would have a different um, department based basically on giving, see this, this uh, stack of how much we made, how much we can afford, blah, 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 all that boring stuff, right? Board meeting, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And I'd give money to them and their sole job would be not to just go out and hand money to people, yeah. but to see, well, why are you here? Mm-hmm. How can we help you? That would be their sole job. Almost like an interview process. Exactly. Right? Okay. What do you want to do? Can we, maybe, if it's drugs or something, maybe you need to live in a house. How can we support that? Mm. Right? That would be my plan. So, a a customizable plan for individuals to make the most out of their life. Exactly. 100%. Mm -hmm. Because some people just need a second chance. For sure. For sure. Right? And, and like, it's tough because there's so many great souls out there that have been handed, like, such a shitty hand, too. Yeah, yeah. That is like, yeah, they they might not have family. And that department be. would be solely just to find them. Yeah. Right? So, I That'd mean, again, like right? If you have, mm-hmm. and I, I have friends like you, so if you're, if, let's say, when your pop, when your podcast goes live, right? Yeah, yeah. And then it reaches millions and millions of people, and you have, I reach out to my friends and be like, okay, there's this department that we have. Mm-hmm. What are you guys willing to do? And, of course, we go through all the legal work and the paperwork and whatever. Yeah, and then yeah. we go and help people. Yeah. And you never know, actually, a lot of those people are very talented in what they do. Hey, for you sure. know what I mean? Like, I've seen homeless people downtown mm-hmm. play the piano like you would never, ever oh, yeah. believe. For sure. That's right? like even the lead singer of Journey now, right? A Filipino guy. He was, like, homeless or See? whatnot. Uh, and all Filipino. you need is a second chance. Yep. Or a third or fourth. Who cares? But it doesn't matter. You just need a chance to, sure. to get your life together and go forward with it. Yeah. And that's what I want to You need some provide. sort of driving force behind yeah. you. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. And it, it's tough because it's almost like our system is meant to beat you down to such a point where yeah. you're just a drone and you're like, go to work, come home, watch Netflix, do this, right? Eat, order in food or whatever. Yeah. Right? Oh, don't worry. You'll be fine. We legalized marijuana now. Yeah. Here you go. Numb yourself to all the feelings that you have. But that's why me and you with the mind that we have can make a difference and mm-hmm. almost a sin if you don't. Yeah. Well, I have big goals and dreams, and it mm-hmm. sounds like you have some massive ones yourself. And I hope that not everything ends up coming to fruition because it's like I just think life will be better. And I'm so excited for like the journeys, not not only for yourself, but like the other guys that I have interviewed and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm excited for 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 like what this is gonna do for me as well, right? Um, yeah, it just kind of blows my mind like actually thinking about it sometimes um what do you think about out-of-body experiences though okay, first of all. <laughs> yeah i know i took a left turn yeah, but, did, but, huh? but but i had to i yeah, had but to. that goes again into that the religious talk Save you, those you, conversations. You're, gonna, you're gonna make me wait hey i have to because that's fine that's I, fine i gave you a couple you gave, you gave I gave me, you a couple. You, you gave me a couple tasters. Right, you know, exactly. I'm being greedy I now, your okay? <laughs> I'm being greedy about it. I asked you a question a couple of times, but I mean, you got to wait for that one. That's an exclusive oh, interview. Is that the, Talk okay. to my manager. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Cash's mom? <laughs> hey, you never know. Who knows, right? Who can you trust? You got it, your mother, right? You know, she was in a band, so she yeah. probably has an idea of what the industry would be like. Uh, well, it's changed a lot since she's been in the band, right? Because they were Fair back enough. when I was like 13, like 20 years ago, something like yeah. that, 20-something years ago. So, yeah. But no, I mean, at the end of the day, I would, I, I think she, to be in all seriousness, She'd be better as an artist. Like I don't think management. Mm-hmm. I think if you if you're gonna hire a management a manager, they have to concentrate on management. So does your family all end up making music as well? They do, but they're waiting for me, kind of thing. So okay, so so, so you're on, you're gonna start. You're gonna do your platform. You're exactly. gonna, you're gonna release your stuff once you have the the second portion of your platform up. That's where they're gonna release their music. No, as once well? I have the first one, right, okay. and then I start to make because it's all again. It's about motivation right? mm-hmm. and like you said again everybody gets stuck in working like this. a lot of my my brothers and sisters and stuff like that they work they have kids, yeah. kids right they yeah, have yeah. to support their family right so i think it's once you see they're doing the somebody responsible doing it, thing and they're they're waiting for, for exactly to, exactly to trigger everything else exactly yeah. exactly the domino effect right yeah, i think so once that starts to happen then i think a lot like it, and not to say that we're not working mm-hmm. on stuff right now i even yeah. have actually one of my, my older sisters coming over tonight and we're gonna start okay. working on some music, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. not it's not where we're doing videos or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's working on stuff right now. Is it brainstorming kind of thing? Kinda, of, but it's or, a little or, bit more or than is that. it like playing around with music and lyrics and stuff like no, that. No, playing around and recording. So yeah. everything or the whole nine. I have the whole yeah, setup yeah. of my house. Sometimes do you just fool around just for, just for fun? Yeah, if you can't it really depends if you feel the music if you if you're like it's mm-hmm. really like one of the biggest things that people, the deception that people have is that when you go into a studio, they automatically think that, oh, when you go into a studio, you're going to record mm-hmm. right away. You're going to, it's going to be like boom, 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 art, da da. doesn't work like that. Yeah. Right? yeah. A lot of times when you go in the studio, you can be in there for eight hours before you come up with a chord. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Sitting there listening to music and this and that. So yeah, the deception yeah. is, again, like you go in the studio, 
oh, everything's ready. It's just going to come to me. doesn't work like that. It seems like magic, though, when it's all put together. Oh, yeah. 100%. Right. And just that's, again... some Harry Potter spells on the <laughs> track. But, again, that's what what I was kind of saying is once you get the course going, it all just starts to flow and come together. You know? So you're saying to you have to get into a flow state. Then. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Is there ways that help you achieve a flow state? Well, it depends, again, what mood you're in. So it depends if you're working with the artist and they come in. Again, with the energy that so we're like talking specifically about. Specifically with you, is there anything that actually ends up triggering you to be into a flow state? Mm, good question. I think it would depend, again, just thinking about it, on how my day has went, mm-hmm. what what inspired me. Like, there's maybe something in the day has inspired me if I talk to someone and they mention my music. Mm-hmm. Or... Things like that. It's more inspiration. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, because I could sit down for, and I have sat down mm-hmm. for eight hours and never came up with anything. Mm-hmm. But I've sat down for ten minutes and come up with the whole song mm-hmm. in ten minutes. So it really, it really matters on your inspiration. And I think mm-hmm. for me, right, your question was what what gets me in that mood and yeah. gets me focused is more or less a bunch of things. It could just be inspiration throughout the day. It could be inspiration at that time. It could be my mood. You yeah, know, yeah. like I'm, when I sit down, I'm like, boom, I catch a song, right? So there's a bunch of different things, like even just the music is playing, right? So mm-hmm. if I create a song or create a beat, and then it will just come to me. Sometimes yeah, yeah. I create a beat, and the beat is too good. I can't really come up with lyrics at the time. Okay, I got you. You so almost, a bunch you almost of have to factors. sit on that and like, Almost like meditate. On, Actually, on here's like here is a song. Here's one that I cannot come up with for the life of me. I cannot write to the song, but I know that once I do, it's going to be good. But here's a beat that I have. Okay. And it's hard to write to. Very hard. If you want something that perfectly settles into the song. Exactly. And it's almost you. like the beat is like you have to have like the lyrics almost have to compete with the beat because it's so good like mm. to me to me it's mm. my opinion of it right mm-hmm. if you could see the video mm-hmm. it, it would be massive but i cannot write to the song for the life of me for some reason like i've tried i've sat there for like Five hours trying to think of something and nothing, mm-hmm. right? But it will come to me. And once it does, again, like we were saying, it will just flow. And if you listen on loudspeakers, you can hear the bass and everything. Oh, for sure. Blah, 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 so, right? so you do all that on like your, your like keyboard. Yeah. There's a bunch of different things though. With uh, that particular song, it involves samples too, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know if you know this so, or not. So do you take stuff from like BeatStars? No. So... No, B-Stars is particularly... I don't know if they have samples now. Okay. But I don't know. Actually, I haven't been on there for a long I, time. I think that's where Mark got his samples. Uh, but I but there's another there. website that yeah. I go on, and it's called Splice, and they have okay. multiple. Like, it's just based on, like, basically... Like, a lot of the songs I sent you, you hear uh, women singing, other yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. Those, I bought so, them outright. Those, right? those are samples. Samples, right? But, but you paid for those, so you can exactly. exclusively use, use them. them. Okay. So I can make a billion dollars off of them, and... It's all right. We're yeah, all yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. And with those particular ones, particular ones, I made the music around them. So I'm making everything. All the elements yeah. are from me. This <laughs> one, like the, the guitar and stuff, it's sampling. So there's a bunch mm-hmm. of different elements that okay. are involved in it, right? Interesting. So 
it depends on what you're doing. Like, I can make a song from scratch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I hear something that I like, then I'm going to use it. I might be like, okay, I like that, but I don't like this part. Let me chop it up. There's yeah, a bunch yeah, of different yeah. things you could do with it. That's why I said you have to come to the studio one time and yeah, I'll yeah. show you. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd like that. That'd, mm-hmm. that'd be intense because it's like coming from the outside, you don't know exactly all the tools that one can use. Oh, yeah. Um, but for a younger artist, what are things that would help them out? What kind of advice would you have for them? Pride. Number one thing I would say. Stay away from it. Just kind of learn. You know why? Because stay humble. we're taught. Stay, yeah, exactly. We're taught as artists. And I, I can't speak for everybody. There's probably a lot of people that put the pride aside. Mm-hmm. But in my experience and in working with a lot of people, one of the biggest things you're taught is to be, in order to be the best, you have to be prideful. Mm-hmm. Right, so you in order to be, do you understand? Well, well, for like rap, you see that. Yeah, like, hip hop forefront, right? Being I was like, kind of thinking hip hop. Uh, yeah, so it's like always like I'm the best. This is why. No, blah, it's blah, not just rap right? though. So, so. I've seen it with pop music. Sure. And stuff that, like that. That's just the easiest one for me to come up with. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah. but it's it, it's in all genres, right? Yeah, not not necessarily so much now as I see, but mm-hmm. you you ask me what is the best information I give them. This is why, if you stay away from pride. And you humble yourself, you're able to learn a lot more in a short period of time than learning it yourself. Right? One of the Fair biggest enough. things that I, um, when I put my pride aside and, and I, cause before it'd be like, no, I'll learn this myself. Mm-hmm. I don't have to watch YouTube videos. I don't want anybody else showing me. Yeah, cause yeah. I felt like if they show me through this, you know what I mean? It's in a way, yeah. I didn't learn it myself, which is totally false. Right? You, you wanted the hard struggle. Which is totally false. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if, what is the goal here? To learn everything yourself so you can say, I learned it myself, but what, you've learned everything 20 years down the line and now you're just starting to make music? Yeah, yeah. Or you watch a simple YouTube video that is showing you, do this, do this, do this, and now you know it. Yeah. And it, it really so is that. 20 years down to like, let's say, a year or five years exactly. kind of thing, right? I'd say a year. I'd say a year. And then because start pumping stuff out. 100%. Uh, and then start working on your craft. 100%. So, mm. again... What I would say to a lot of younger younger artists that are just jumping into it, be humble because you're able to learn a lot more quicker, first of all, which in producing and music is all about being quick. Right? Was, was there ever a time where you were like, you know what, I'm just going to quit? Oh, yeah. Many times. All okay. Time. And a lot of times. What, what, what pulled you out of that kind of thought process? First, what put me in that process mm-hmm. right, was the fact of uh, listening to other artists and their songs are so good, and it's just like, I don't want to do it anymore. Because mm. I can never compete with that. I can yeah. never make something like that. Okay. But then what pulled me out of it is being competitive. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And other people as well, having a good support system where people yeah. are like, you know what? Your music is great. And just out of the random, yeah, I'll tell you a quick story. Um, one, somebody that is one of my mom's friends that she talks to every once in a while, mm-hmm. I have not talked to this person like five years, maybe even longer. Let's yeah. say eight years, right? Yeah, Haven't yeah. talked to this person. Didn't I talked to because she has uh, kids as well, right? Yeah. And haven't talked to this person at all, right? I know I said that three times, but I want to really you got nail get it across. He hasn't talked. talked to <laughs> but anyways, so she was talking to my mom, and they were catching up. And then I said hi to her, of course, right? Because she's yeah. a family friend. It's not that you know we just grew apart, right? Everybody has their own friends, right? Yeah. And one of the biggest things, and was the biggest motivation, and just. It was awesome, right? I don't know any other word to describe it, but what she said, she plays one of my songs in her car. And the way she said it was not, oh, I played your song in my car. No, it was like, I was playing one of your songs and then this guy was walking by 
And he's like, yo, and he's shaking his head and he's liking it, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, I, I had to tell him it was, I, you made it. It was the way she explained it that I knew, like, because you always look like, oh, are they kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, like, are they telling the truth, right? But she, obviously she was telling the truth the way she explained it. Mm-hmm. And that got, she got to me more than she understands. I haven't mm-hmm. talked to you in eight years. I just post stuff on Facebook. That means that a person took their time yeah. Download my song, yeah, on the and play it in their car, yeah, 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 or play it off Facebook, what have you, yeah, yeah. But that to me was so rewarding. Mm-hmm. When she explained that to me, how many other people are actually listening that I don't think that are listening to? Me? Yeah, yeah. There's probably a ton out there, right? Like, yeah. like the people that you know and whatnot. You see what I'm like, yeah, or on yeah, Facebook, yeah. I post a lot of stuff, but you know, yeah, you yeah. get these likes here and there, whatever. Right? But the thing is, is that people are actually listening. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's what brings you out of it. It's like you know what. I might not be that person that is doing, I can respect what they're doing, mm-hmm. but I might myself. But you also bring like a different thing to the table versus other artists, mm-hmm. right? It's about being true to yourself versus replicating something else. Somebody. hundred percent. hundred percent. I'm very original when it comes to that. Yeah. So. But, but that's, that's like also a key to being an artist wow. is that you kind of have to be original, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. if you're chasing somebody else and their sound, you're missing out on what your sound actually truly is. See, I told you your podcast is gonna blow up because you're very good. And I'll touch me and my sister. So my sister is a very big artist. We work together a lot of times. Yeah. And my brother, actually, all of them, right? Yeah, yeah. But so we've had a conversation about that many a time. Is that you cannot follow the other person what they're doing because by the mm-hmm. time that you reach what they're doing, they're onto the next thing, or somebody, the society's onto the next person. Yeah. And you just wasted a whole bunch of time trying to find, trying to sound like someone that is not you. And yeah. you're not bringing originality. And what it is, is originality. Oh, because again, sure. like I was telling you, Timberland had a different sound when he first came out that nobody could touch. Yep. Right? And it was just a different sound. There's, so, there's something special about the human soul and how it actually interacts with the world around mm-hmm. you. Right? And that's what, like, this is something I say to to people. I believe that everything is important. Every Everybody is important as well. Because, like, in our society, even like a barista or something like that, they are important yeah. to our society because yeah. you start taking apart like little positions here and there and then society starts falling apart or you're serving someone that actually goes off and let's say they get that caffeine from like Timmy's Starbucks or somewhere and that is like a highlight to their day that ends up making them go to the power plant and being on their game yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Like everyone doesn't realize how much they affect everybody else around them you know what i really started to find that out to be honest mm. and to really like dive into that idea was when i started working for some time because then i got to see what and like i said we're very privileged to be able to see behind the scenes and how this and when yeah. i went to walmart and i see all these people working i go to superstar yeah, and yeah. i see just different people at their different jobs if they weren't there in those positions and everybody didn't have it it would all fall apart quickly oh, like yeah. you said so no, that's when I really started to see it. I'm like, it's, it's interesting though. It's very interesting, right? very yeah. interesting. Yeah, the things you you get to see or the conversations you get to to have are like to me. I take out of it is that um, I have the opportunity to learn about a bunch of different industries that I would never, never. actually yeah. get to yeah. touch 100%. and learn about things. Uh, that I would have never realized they existed if I didn't ask those questions. And that's why I'm so comfortable making a fool out of myself. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, you get the question after. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm curious. That's like, I straight up asked somebody who, like, what a mud reclaimer was because mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was. I, and like how I phrased it, I'm like, what 
what is that? <laughs> like that machine, what does it do? They're like, it's a mud reclaimer. And I'm like, okay, cool. Why, why would you want to reclaim mud? Mm-hmm. Right. And they're like, what? And I'm like, I'm not from your industry or anything. Like, I don't understand. Like what, what would be the purpose? Like what, it doesn't really matter. Right. And they're like, because if you ship mud into it, it would be so much more expensive when you reclaim mud you can clean out a lot of the dirty stuff oh. and whatnot. And then you just pump the mud back into like the hole you're digging and stuff like that. So then you're reusing or like recycling the mud Mine, rather than going and getting gas. And also you're only paying the rental fee on like the thing or like the purchase of it versus shipping in all this, which would be like shipping costs, wherever you got the mud, buying the mud and all that. And I was like, interesting, but no. I would have never known that. You know what I found the most interesting on that? Um, I went to, we serviced somebody, and I think it was um, a water plant. Okay. And at this plant, we're around scientists. And I was mm-hmm. like, what do you guys do here? I always ask that if I'm like, just like you. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, we re-clean the water and put it back in the river. Yeah. And I'm like, and this place looked like a movie. Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, what is going on here? Like, and I, and I drive past this all the time, but I never yeah. get to see it. Yeah. Right. So it was pretty crazy. And yeah. how they explained it, like, yeah, we, we clean the water and we check it and put it back in the river to make sure that it's cleanable water for the, the plant life and animal. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. So, so then it's like, you don't realize how much contamination can get into our water supply and there's people to protect against that yeah. to make yeah. sure that our wildlife is safe our drinking water safe that we're not like making our food and everything else toxic mm-hmm. and whatnot. And it's like, yeah, I would have never really have never. Thought, thought about that. I would have never yep. in my life. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's what I said. Yeah. Basically, Cintas, like working there, I got to see basically like how everybody does their part. Oh, for right? sure. Yeah. And it's pretty fantastic because it's like a well-oiled machine where you get to experience experience things outside of yourself or outside of the company as well to the point where it it humbles me in a way Mm -hmm. because it's like you don't realize how much work goes into this world yeah like like you don't realize how much it takes to like let's say build a trailer Mm -hmm. or like even be in a concrete plant and what they do and like the process of that um or like it's it's endless. Even like just how McDonald's pumps out like millions of patties and and stuff like that. And there's a process. There's yep. there's things that are behind the scenes that seem like secrets. That it's just no every like it's it's set out what they need to do and and figure it out. And if one thing breaks in that chain, then that becomes a problem. Kind of like the creative process. I was gonna say, did you know that entertainment is central? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, music, what you're doing is yeah. essential absolutely. in that whole process. Because people and doing their jobs, sometimes they'd want to come and just listen to the podcast and relax. Yeah. Right? It's essential. For, for sure. And I agree with you. And one, one thing that I tell people is that I believe that a lot of our science comes from the arts first. Mm. And the reason being is that typically you'll see things in the arts or someone expressing some sort of idea, kind of like a cell phone, right? So that goes to Star Trek, and then then it comes. But you look at all like the science fiction that we have oh, nowadays, yeah. and how yeah. crazy it is. Eventually, we will probably have that, that. In, in, in science because it's like you have the, your artists that come up with the idea, and then someone along the way goes, "Hmm, 
I wonder if it's physically possible for us to actually replicate that in real life. And then they start doing that. And, and they've done it. Yeah. And, and then they figure out a way that they potentially could do it. 100%. Right? And I so, agree, 100%. so I believe that that arts are essential to our way of life, like our society in, in total. Anything that the sciences have brought have stemmed from like the creative type. Oh, 100%. And that's 100%. why it kind of like, it hurts me to see that people are like, oh, don't go into the arts, right? And it's like, or, or it's kind of like, oh, that's not a real job. And it's like, no, no, we need those people mm-hmm. just to how, how we need like everyone else. Not everyone's brain is wired the same way yeah. either, yeah. right? You have people that can only do labor jobs because that's how they're wired. You have other people that are very creative types that yeah. can't really do anything else because they get like so distracted even at like work because they're like, oh, this is a fun t- tangent to go off on. This is interesting, right? So I think humans need to get very much better at working with each other oh, rather than focusing on a lot of our differences because our differences divide us. Our similarities allow us to build a golden future. And that's what I really want to see is like, a society where where we are we are able to actually work together to and imagine you have a million viewers you're able to reach that and, and bring that message week. right that's, that's next week when awesome. I re- release this <laughs> and then it's just right? exactly. that's, that's all I needed I needed a little bit of cash Unless in my Jesus life comes back first we'll talk about that in the next podcast oh, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's why I'm just saying you gotta throw it out there I'm just saying hey <laughs> maybe maybe we, we, nah, well, we, we don't know he'll, well, he's coming but I don't know when but whatever we'll talk about those next part right now I see there's an interesting conspiracy about that. Guess what? We're going to say that for the next oh, podcast. No, no, but you're going to cut me off. Guess on what? That. You know why? Because, because I you, had to do your question. You, you so know now we're a even. lot of it. Hey. Now we're even. We're even. Oh, we're okay. even. We'll talk about conspiracies and religion and everything. Religion. That's the next podcast. Everything. Life. Yeah. We'll talk about that in the next one. That will be interesting. That will be very... You better have that uh, <laughs> the cake ready for that one because we're going to be there sure. for like 10 ten. Hours, ten years. Ten years. I meant ten hours. We come out of ten the years. cave. <laughs> Finally done. <laughs> My God, what happened to the world? You guys haven't heard. Jesus came and took everyone. <laughs> Damn it! That we would be very it. scary. Uh, yeah, don't even joke it. about that. Don't even joke about that. That's, anyway, we'll talk about that. I know that. That's when all the the demons and everything. No, I don't want to be lecture. But anyways, okay. No, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> that that is fair, buddy. All right, we've we've been going for quite some time. How long? Uh, nearly three hours. Yeah, it's all good. So, you know, I uh, I think it's probably we have a lot of material to cover on the next one, so it, it's all good. And I imagine since I, I do have kiddos, they're, yeah. they're probably and I have a whole bunch of texts that I have to answer. Yeah. And so I think that now is probably a great time to call it. It was a pleasure. Yeah, it was fantastic. I had a lot of fun Me too. Ta- talking too, to you. Yeah. Uh, before we, we end off, do you have any other advice or, or anything for, for the viewers? Hmm. Well, since we are talking about music, I think that the, I kind of covered to be humble and just to learn. And actually, uh, one of my favorite artists, uh, his name is Cashmere. Mm-hmm. He's, he's actually an EDM artist. Okay. Do you know what EDM is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, well, a lot of people don't know it. For the people that don't know what EDM is. I was called old because I referred to it <laughs> to my wife. I was like, electric dance music. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, there you go. It's, it's, so that's what it's called. Electric dance music. That's EDM. But anyway. Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> no, she called me a boomer. So. 
But one of the biggest things I would say to people that are just starting, and he says this, he says this in his very good advice, one, stay humble, obviously, and to be able to keep your, keep an open mind to people teaching you. But one of the biggest things he says was to use people. And he said at the beginning, it sounds bad, but he doesn't mean it that way. He means a lot of the greatest artists have, when they've come in and they've heard something, use that. Mm-hmm. Right? Use it to your advantage. Like, use it to learn from it. Like, yeah, yeah. Dr. Dre has, like, for, for instance, Dr. Dre and Scott Storch, for an example. Okay. The, the biggest, um, one of the biggest singles that he released was, it, dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. I forget what, what it's called. Okay. Which I shouldn't, uh, but anyway. Yeah. But that oh, yeah. was, that the riff was actually done by Scott Storch. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people don't know that. So it yeah. wasn't done by Dr. Dre, but it was done by Scott Storch, and Dr. Dre used it for that song. Mm-hmm. So my point is, is, to be able to um, have a studio session and use the talent that everybody has For to sure. get to a goal. Bring it in. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I got gotcha. you. So that'd be my final. Fair enough. I love it. <laughs> thank you very much. For and thank on. you for inviting me.